come easy, go. That's just how you live. Oh, take, take, take it all, but you'll never give. Shouldn't know you were trouble from the first kiss. Had your eyes wide open. Why would they open? Yeah. 
Good evening, everyone. I'm Eric Dewey. And I'm Steve O. <laughs> and we and are socially awkward. Are you uh, turned up good? I'm, I'm, I'm playing with the levels right now. I'm trying not to spike it out on the uh, the board there. Oh, hey, that's mine. Don't don't turn me down. There you go. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, what's going on? What's? Oh, wait, wait. There we go. There we go. I couldn't hear anything because my thing wasn't turned up when I was taking off. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm like wondering if the... Because now I'm not hearing anything, but it's definitely spiking out. I don't know if this... There we no no all right try jiggling that one a little bit for me because it's or maybe it's this thing I don't know we're so we're so uh, advanced here so uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dive into this right now because uh, I, I I I bought new mics for the uh, for the studio but we really need you guys to start going to that Amazon.com go to the Sasquatch.net click on that Amazon banner shop like you normally do because uh, we just plugged in one board and it decided to be like. <laughs> And uh, Eric invested in a new board, but then, of course, Eric has a story now. Um, <laughs> and then we have the small board, which is, only fits like two people on it, which is great for like small shows like None of the Bee Horrorcast and All White Tukey, and people are just like two people on the show. But uh, we need a, yeah, I, I'm planning on buy, buying another board, but uh, we could really use your help, kids. But I'm Steve. <laughs> I really, I, I and feel we bad. Are socially awkward, and I, and I really do feel bad for trying to whore like that out there and stuff like that. But I'm just like, because I honestly, I did today. I went on. I went on to the Sasquatch.net, clicked on the Amazon banner, and just bought the items I needed. Yeah. And so hopefully they will. And like I said before, you guys shop there. We will be able to see what you buy. We won't know who bought it, but if we find something that we think is absolutely hilarious or really cool, and we call it out on the show. And if that's your product, all you have to do we'll send in the send a copy in the receipt. You can black out the stuff. Just make sure it's the uh, thing, and we'll go ahead and we will start giving you guys prizes for that. Hell yeah, um, yeah. It's it's always interesting when I get those reports and I see what people have bought because sometimes it sometimes it makes perfect sense. Other times it's like combinations of things that I would never think would go together at all. And so it's like, um, what? Well, you guys, what? But it doesn't tell me, like I said, it does not tell me who bought it. It doesn't tell me where it came from, like what city, state, any of that. It, it doesn't say anything like that. It just just shows the product itself. So, um, so that way we can see, you know, where the revenue is, is technically coming from. So, but yeah, I think that'd be kind of, kind of cool. So then you can get a shout out on the show, you know, if you have like a Twitter account or your, you know, whatever, we can yeah. give that up. Or know. if you want to be anonymous, but you still want yeah, something, you we'll, want we'll, something. we'll call yeah. you out anonymously if, if you yeah, want. Yeah, just put that in the, the email when you send over the stuff, if we do that. So uh, once Eric gets the next one of those and stuff of like that, we'll start kind of doing like a, a thing for that and reading off stuff. So Pace, will listen every, uh, every week for that. Yeah, yeah. I just figured it'd just be kind of a fun, we'll take cool a quick look right, right now, as a matter of fact, and see if there's anything interesting. Interesting okay. in the in there right now, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely check that out. Also, don't forget to check out our other sponsors. Uh, yeah, Revenge Lover, Revenge Lover Designs. Go to revengelover.com for illustration and design that fit your personality. Although that's not technically the copy because she changed it, and I have it in my email somewhere. But I yeah, you got to get that because I got to add that to all the <laughs> other ones. But also, uh, they were a big present at uh, Phoenix Comic Con uh, this year and also last year. So that they haven't given us any uh, thing to read off yet. But we do. Uh, I will just say this: they get a freebie. Because uh, we're technically not starting their contract until we get a script. Yeah. But uh, definitely check out Dolly Pop uh, Cosmetics uh, for all you ladies out there, or maybe even some guys, because I do see some guys doing some pretty bad. There's some. And they have like uh, they have their glitters, which I've seen people use in the to do the glitter beard thing, which okay. I will not fuck around with. That's that. Not yet. That no, could, it's not cool because uh, no. I'm like. That means, like, I don't even mind the, like, the idea of walking around like a like a, a Comic-Con or something like that for a day with, with glitter in my beard. I'm like, okay, I'd be down with that. But then I'm like, but how do I get it out without going home? 
because I don't want to take that into my home ever. <laughs> well, I'll put it this way, Eric. If you really need a fast, quick, easy Halloween costume, just glitter your beard. There you go. So, but yeah, so yeah, they'll get that freebie, but we'll have to definitely hunt them down because you showed me something. I know we're really jumping the gun on stuff and things like that because we are going to talk about Phoenix uh, Comic Con, which was just last weekend. But you showed me something that uh, you picked up from their booth. And it was something I, I was going to talk about outside when we were having a chit-chat before the show, but then I realized I'll, I'll bring it up on the show that I noticed a lot this year. And I don't know if it was last year, so I could be wrong unless I was just clueless. But this year there was a big presence of a lot of random boxes. The, the, the grab boxes or the – yes. Um, last year there were some. Okay. I, I remember there being some specifically um, – <clears throat> specifically the ones I remember last year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Were the ones that were shaped like the Super Mario Brothers brick? Yes, they did have. A they had of those, those last year. They had them this year. Um, this year they had, those were back. They also had the ones that were. They had the ones that were shaped like the brick. They had the ones that were done with like the question mark brick on it. Yeah. They also had um, Tardis ones. Tart- I want to know where people were they getting had those Rubik's I, cubes ones. I really wanted the Tardis. Like this is. I feel so bad because I jumped into Doctor Who late and now I'm like fucking obsessed with it. <laughs> um, because technically a podcast will be coming to this network of that. Uh, I digress though. Um, but yeah, I kept seeing the TARDIS boxes. I was like, fuck, which is so funny because my first Doctor Who pop vinyl I just bought for myself is literally the TARDIS. Nice. Uh, just so I could get the free shipping on those microphones that we're getting. So um, <laughs> so I was all like, yeah. And then it's funny because I bought it and I'm like, I, I now have to buy a doctor to put in the fucking TARDIS. There you go. But um, yeah, so anyway, so those were going around. Yeah, there was a lot of those kind of uh, grab bag type of situations where it was like, okay, you're guaranteed. It's And I think it ties into the popularity currently of the whole loot crate, uh, loot the box. loot crate, the, the loot boxes, these type of things yeah. where it's really starting to become more popular to be like, okay, I'm going to pay a, a smaller amount but not know what I'm getting because they were all advertising like, okay, it's $30 for this box, but... There's seventy dollars worth of stuff in there, and a lot of them did guarantee stuff. Like uh, I remember, there's actually messenger bags, which actually got kind of like all the ones that I wanted of the messenger bags were gone. But they had one like the messenger mm-hmm. bag was twenty nine ninety nine, but for thirty nine ninety nine you get a the messenger bag, but then there's a bunch of stuff in it like random stuff. But they guaranteed like a pop vinyl, yeah. in it, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But they didn't have a bag that I wanted. I probably should have just yeah. gotten the zombie survival messenger bag, but. But uh, I'm sorry, like, I keep like... No, I know. Yeah, the, they had those. They had, like I said, the different boxes that were... And I would say <clears throat> more than half, if not 75% or more, had pop finals included yeah. in the boxes. I know the TARDIS box w- had, a, had a pop in it. I know that the um, the Rubik's Cube box had a pop in it, I think. Um, and the I think the Mario box... I think the Mario box was actually the same place as the TARDIS box. I think the TARDIS box was like the, the upgrade. Okay. I think it was the, the Mario box was like 30 bucks, and then the, the, the TARDIS box was 50 bucks, but it was guaranteed like $120 worth of stuff or something like that. And I think that the idea is fantastic. It's and obviously cool. people like yeah, it. Yeah, people did like it. There are people who bitch about it. They get their thing and they're like, oh, it was. I didn't want this. And, well, that's the risk you take. When you well, buy yeah, something it, without seeing it, that's the risk you take. That that's going to be I, something you don't see, like. I, I think I'm used to that now, especially with the, uh, the all the box descriptions that I do. Now, I know I'm guaranteed with certain boxes I'm going to get an exclusive like pop vinyl with yeah. the DC and Marvel and stuff like that. So I'm like, and that's pretty much why I get those. Uh, the other ones are just kind of random stuff. But, yes, yeah, some stuff you get is kind of really cool. Yeah. Uh, I have opened a couple of boxes and been like, not the best, like, you know. Eh. But 
it, 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 it happens, but it's still cool. And I always looked at it this way. If That's I get why stuff, I stopped uh, doing Loot Crate. I had Loot Crate for like three months, mm-hmm. and I got a couple of cool things, but I was like looking at it, I'm like, okay, over three months, I got one T-shirt that was... Okay. It which wasn't is, my favorite, but it was okay. Which is so funny because this was the year that there were like a uh, shirt in every box yeah. now. So. <laughs> and of course, this was, I did it, it was like literally November, December, and January. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, it was like, okay, I got one t-shirt I kind of liked. I got a pair of socks that were like, oh, it's cool, but I don't even, I'm not going to wear these. Um, I got the that Simpsons uh, wallet, wallet, which was cool. Which is great because you told me about it. So ever since you told me about that, yeah. I've been using my Ghostbusters one. And as soon as that one finally bites the dust or whatnot, I have a Batman v Super one. There you exactly go. Like it. Now I'm addicted <laughs> to these. So now it's scary because now I'm addicted to these wallets. The, the and mighty I'm all, wallets. And I'm all yeah. like, when am I going to get more of these? Like I literally have to, I'm just going to have a, like a back like stock they, of these. They sell those on Amazon oh, as well. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah. Just search for Mighty Wallets. Go to uh, sociallyawkwardstudios.com or foureyedradios.com. Because click on that Amazon banner and then search Mighty not, Wallet. Not to sound, not to sound like I'm like, oh, I've. Uh, so the jeans I wear, they're not skinny jeans, but they're very like they're to my size. Where it's not super tight, but not super baggy and anything like that. I found the perfect jeans, so I'm excited. But the wallet that I had it was always bulgy. Now, for some strange reason, this is weird, and I'm not trying to again be one of these people like, oh, I got this great, awesome body or whatnot. No, I'm working on that, as you can see with the videos that I you know, challenge Eric with, which I'm, me and him are doing it. So hopefully when Matthew mm-hmm. gets back, he does it too. Uh, actually, I should give a shout-out. That's from uh, Patrick Callahan from All White Tukey. Uh, challenged me to do uh, 22 uh, push-ups uh, every uh, day. For 22 days, uh, it's to help out with, uh, excuse me, I'm like trying to do this great normal plug. I'm like, burp. Um, I feel like uh, Rick from Rick and Morty now. I'm just all like, uh, 21 kills, you know, kind of thing. Um, as he burps in the show. Uh, I had to explain that because I know most people listen yeah. listen to the show know it, but Eric's like, I have no idea what the fuck I, you're talking I, about. <clears throat> um, That's one of those things that I need to catch up on at some point. If you have, Hulu, out, if you have Hulu, they're the first season's on Hulu. If you don't have Hulu, I'm pretty sure you know how to obtain stuff. I can uh, find things. Uh, but yeah, it's to help out with uh, you know awareness about uh, uh, people in the military who you know have post-traumatic stress you know, and end up kill, kill, uh, committing suicide and some of that. So uh, actually one of your buddies that you did challenge, he said he wouldn't be able to do it, but he did another thing where he was actually going to donate. Yeah, at it, least I, I got one cool. response. So 13 days, 13 vid- actually 12 videos because mm-hmm. I did combine day one and day two. So so 12 videos, 12 people I've challenged. And finally, one person at least responded to my challenge by saying, I'm not going to do the push-ups, but I'll donate money to the charity. So, so you know what? Hey, Jason, thank you. you I appreciate out. that. Um, um, even for just responding, even for just telling me, because so many people, it's, it's funny. There's one person in particular who is a show host on this network. I will not call them out because they still have the opportunity, possibly. I, I, I like to. How, I like if anyone's listening to this and they know our our routine and the cast members on the show. You and I are the only ones on tonight. So not, no, 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 oh. I, no. I don't mean a show host on this show. Oh, okay. A show host on the network. Okay, okay. We got a lot of shows, so it could be anybody. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Matt. Uh, Matt, oh, like spoilers. you said, he's on vacation, yeah, so, so we're giving, giving him a pass until he comes back from vacation. Then we'll start giving him hell about it. But no, a, a show host on the ne- network who every time I posted the videos, he was one of the first people to like it. Uh And then I challenged him on one of the videos. That is the only one of the 12 videos he hasn't liked. (laughs) 
I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that's, that's actually kind of funny. But yeah, Patrick was. Mike, uh, I see you. Patrick see challenged you. me, and I'm actually kind of glad he did. So I was doing it, and believe me, like if you've seen the my first video, actually I cursed Patrick in my first video, which is actually kind of funny. Yeah. And I didn't do that. And what I love is I didn't do that many push-ups because I haven't done a push-up since fucking high school for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, even Eric, when he did it, it's like, and we still say, but honestly, by the fourth day. Uh, I can do them now. I'm doing pretty good. I actually added more into the thing, and I'm starting noticing. I'm like, oh, things are toning. Things are uh, the, uh, my body's going. What are this? What is this? Is this a tumor? Uh, it's <laughs> not a tumor. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think I'm gonna even after the videos, I'm gonna stick with the routine and probably upgrade my routine to doing more working out and trying to get into shape and some of that. But yeah, definitely check this out. Uh, Twenty two kills hashtag that. Um, check out for the veterans and stuff of like that. So Patrick, uh, thank you. Um, I'm doing it for you because this is the guy. And you know what? This is also this is also why I got to throw this out here. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, a bunch of people were like, "Steve, you couldn't run a fucking marathon." Guess what? I'm going to prove everybody wrong by the end of this fucking year when November shows up and I have to do that uh, Las Vegas one. So there you fuck go. you guys. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm messing around with a marathon because of my knees, but <clears throat> some push-ups I can do. I I was at a place at one point where 22 push-ups would have been nothing, and then I spent like a month and a half just been like, man, eh, whatever. I don't fucking care anymore." Um, and so I kind of got out of practice and then you challenged me. I was like, all right, you know what? I'll get back into it. And I tried to do them that first day and I, I managed to get out 20 barely, um, before collapsing into a heap. And that was your first um, day, right? That was day one. Yeah. Okay. So I still have to, so I know you were, you were hitting the gym, you were walking, you were getting the shape, you were doing those push ups at work and yeah. you know, stuff like that. So I give you credit. Like to me, like when I was doing it, I think I did like 13 the first one and I was like, okay, I'll try to do better and stuff like that. But when you did it and you like got to your last two, cause I, I filmed the first one. So if you want to see shitty film work, just watch that first video <laughs> that I did. Um, but yeah, Eric nailed it, and I was just like, "Damn!" And they're just like, "Oh, I haven't done these in a while." Those last two were tricky. I'm like, "Those last two were tricky? Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me?" Like you were just all like, "Bam, bam, bam," bam. and then like the last two, I could kind of see you being like, "I'm like, oh, he's just tired now. He doesn't care." <laughs> like, it was it was rough, and then even the first few days after that, it was weird. It's like it's like this weird mental hump. You like you think of doing push-ups, you think in multiples of five usually. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you do ten, you do fifteen, you do twenty. 22 is really a weird number to do. And, and for like three days in a row, I would like bust out 20, no problem. And then it's like 20, 20, like you could, like I'm watching the video and I'm seeing myself like boom, 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 yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. 18, 19, 20, and then, and like I can see, I can see like shaking in my arms and I'm like, what the fuck so is going I, on? What I do really like about these videos, which I think is kind of funny, is people watch them and like you can kind of see like Eric put production value into his. Um, but like my buddy Patrick, Thank he does it. So, well, what I love is like you can see when my buddy Patrick does it because he was a former Marine and stuff. And then he also challenged his brother. But it was funny. I started noticing everyone's little antics that they do beforehand. Like they do something to kind of get things started. <laughs> so I always was giving a thumbs up and I didn't even realize I was doing it. I just kind of just did it. Uh, and I'm all, and then like, it wasn't later until like, I started going through like, it's like day, you know, six. I'm like, man, I keep giving the fucking like thumbs up shit. Uh, my, his brother though, Patrick's brother though, was fucking great. Every video he does, he gets down and Eric's going to be the only one that witnesses, but I'll try to describe it as better. But he literally looks at the camera and does, and like raises his eye, <laughs> both of his eyebrows, but it's just like this funny look where he's just all like, and then he starts doing it. And I'm like, okay, but it's just like it's just like funny, quirky things that you notice like everybody does during these things. But like I did say to Patrick, I was like, hey, thank you for actually like challenging me because I actually pushed myself. And now I'm like, even after the 22 
days are done, I'm probably still going to be doing push-ups and all that other stuff. I just won't record it because I'm like, this is for you know a good cause and everything like that. Yeah. But it was just—it's just funny though because I've been like I was at—I was doing stuff at work or uh, no, this is the dumbest thing. So I'm doing laundry yesterday, and I grab the laundry basket and I look down and just me holding the laundry basket, I'm all like, "Fucking hell, my arms are already like showing like definition, like, and I'm only like day 19. I'm all like, all right." Let's see how far I can push this. I just hopefully I don't become like one of those like roided out people. Who's all like, <laughs> We're doing a podcast tonight, Matthew. How are you feeling? Uh, kind of, yeah. Or I'll become like, yeah, you know, you're just gonna work out. You know, you're just gonna keep doing these push-ups. You know, you want to fight the fight? I'll fight the fight, Eric. Uh, <laughs> but again, got off on a huge tangent. We're going back to <clears throat> we went from mystery boxes to loot crate to this yeah yeah uh, so back to yeah so yeah and that's the gamble you take yeah <laughs> Fucking hell. um yeah it's like the only one that i did this year at con uh there was a booth that was selling t-shirt grab boxes it was a single t-shirt oh cool you got to choose your size oh, that's good okay. but you didn't know what was in it and it was 10 bucks 10 bucks okay, for a t-shirt cool. and the guy i was like looking i'm like okay but we don't know what's in it you know it could be anything could be something really crappy and he goes, the guy goes, listen, I'm allowed four swap outs a day. He, oh. had, he had like four shirts on the wall. Uh-huh. And like one of them, he goes, what size are you looking at? I go, double X. And he goes, okay, well, double XL, it's this one. It was, a, and it was an Avengers t-shirt. Eric, a pretty nice Eric, Avengers Eric, let's t-shirt. back this up. Eric goes, double uh, X. He goes, fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> so he pulls out the, uh, you know, he shows me on the wall. He's got this Avengers t-shirt. It's, it's, it's like a red, like Heather red oh, okay. uh, t-shirt with the Avengers logo on it. Nice. And he goes, this is, if you if you don't like what you get, you can have this one instead. Okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, Avengers is cool, whatever. So I grab a random box. I give the man his ten bucks. I open it up. It's this battleship shirt with the with the board with the battleship board with the pieces the pegs spelling out. I'll hit that. I was uh, like, yeah, I'm keeping this. You're keeping that one. No, that that's <laughs> yeah. kind of cool though. I kind of like that like, the guy did this. that. Actually, that was another guy, and I feel really bad because I, I do. I think I have his card somewhere or whatnot. Um, my co-host for uh, none of the be horrorcast, Anna, actually got these really cool. So you know those like how they have prints, but then they do those metallic ones. Like on the uh, the metal mm-hmm. ones, so she got a Cheshire Cat, and I think the other one was a Doctor Who one. I think okay. what was really cool about them, like they, he was like, well, if you want to get two of them, he's like, I'll take like you know ten dollars off, like of what the prices are. So you're like, okay, cool. But then I was looking at one. I didn't get one, but he was even like, he's like, hey, look, if you if you want to come back later today and pick like another one up or something like that, he's like, I'll still valid, uh, like I'll still keep the price the same with the uh, you know you bought the two and then I'll just add the third one on for that less cost as well and stuff like that. So I thought that was really kind of cool that a lot of vendors were doing that. Um, That's cool. So very cool. But I felt really bad. I didn't get a chance to walk around a lot of the exhibit area when I was at Phoenix Comic Con. I really wanted to hit TJ's booth because TJ, for some strange reason, like my buddy Tavis Maiden, uh, he's a creator of the Techno King. Um, He did a Konami's comic a while back. He was on the, you know, Penny Arcade, uh, Strip Search, like he's done, uh, he basically he does web comics for a living and stuff like that. Uh, his buddy also took him and my idea, which I was surprised I got credit for, for the Major Tom comic that they uh, they do online. And usually most of my money pretty much goes to him. Right. Uh, I show up at thing <laughs> and then he has, he. this is the thing. So if T, I'll put it this way, if TJ starts making fucking pop finals of his shit, I'm dead. I'm like all my money because literally I buy all the pins because I'm addicted to pins. Uh, pop vinyls is like my fucking heroin. 
Uh, so it's just like, and that's what I okay. That's what I really want. Uh, look, a lot of people get big and famous of that. I just want us, our podcast network, to get to a status where people want to make pop vinyl figures of us, and then <laughs> I can die happy. Would you? And okay, and fair enough. I'll put it this way: the Eric Dewey figure will be one of those big ones. Awesome. The, the Sasquatch-sized one. Sasquatch. And you will be able to get Eric as, you know, the Sasquatch, like, version of him and the normal version of him. So we'll release two versions of the Eric Dewey pop vinyl. But I don't think we'll ever get to that status. No. Um, on the bright side, though, I don't think you missed uh, Tavis at Comic-Con because I don't think he was there. Oh, okay. Because I feel really bad because I'm... Because I, I looked s- for him. And, and uh, here's the thing. you Like you said, you didn't get in, to see enough of the floor. Yeah. Um my daughter and I went on Saturday, and we made it our mission. We yeah, said, you, guys you know have what? Like a Lord of the Rings quest. Yeah, we we decided we we went downstairs. We went. We looked at the exhibitor hall, and my daughter said, "Oh, we're never going to see everybody here." And I said, "Oh yeah, that's. Do you want to make that our mission? Like if we if we grid this out, if we like make a plan and we stick to it, we make sure not to get distracted, not to get you know torn, you know let let off to the side. If we make a plan and stick to it, we can see the entire exhibitor hall." I just realized what you said. Um, you are a fantastic parent because uh, I know if I had a kid and that happened, I'd be like, "What are you a fucking pussy? Come on, get your <laughs> shit together, lock it up." Like I just know this is why I should not have kids. Uh, but yes, so so yeah, we we decided we're like, okay, here's the thing. Let's let's do this. Let's uh, let's see everything. Let's let's see everything. And so we did. We we made a plan. We said, okay, we'll start here in this this corner over here. We started right over by where. Uh, did you see the Mile High Comics set up? No. They had like they had like six booths where it's like the entire like wall, and it was just basically a comic store. Like literally, they had specialized drawers that they had brought in and everything. It was oh, it was crazy. crazy. Um, but yeah, so we started over there in that corner, and we said, okay, we're gonna go down this row. Up the next, down the throat, up the next, and, and no matter what, even if we stop and look at something more carefully, we're still going to keep track. Keep, keep going. And yeah. so we got about we got about a third of it done. Then we went and had lunch, mm-hmm. and then we went upstairs to the uh, the Hall of Heroes Hall to of check Heroes. out the cosplay stuff. Which on Saturday it was a madhouse. It was in fucking sane up there. There were so many people. Like I was trying to, I wanted to get a picture with Chewbacca. Because I wanted to be like, because I was there was a guy playing Chewbacca and he was a really good Chewbacca and everything, but I was as tall as him. So I'm like, I gotta go get a picture next to Chewbacca showing that I'm as tall Eric, as him. Eric, right off the top of my head, I just came with an idea that I did not see at uh, Phoenix Comic Con this year. Uh, hopefully, no one steals it, but I think Eric should get a Chewbacca costume. But what he needs to do is get like an inflatable Han Solo to carry around <laughs> with a hole in his spoilers. There, um, there were uh, at least one, if not two. Han Solo cosplayers that had like the permanent oh really Kylo Ren uh, lightsaber through the that's through clever because I did not see that and I actually got but, mad I I will say this I saw a lot of uh, Kylo Rens yeah. which I thought was fantastic you know what was really scary hmm. I literally saw one take his helmet off looked exactly like Adam Driver it was yeah. fucking was scary it, was he a little bit shorter kind yeah of he was a little bit shorter I know, but I know I the fucking, one you're talking about I, I turned like, around I turned around I was all like but what I got mad about is I saw a shit ton of them. I saw a shit ton of them and Deadpools. And I will talk about one Deadpool that I thought was actually uh, phenomenal. But okay. the one, uh, the one, the, when I saw a bunch of Kylo Ren's, I got kind of angry because I saw them. I literally go, Ben! 
and none of them turned around. Oh, and I was like, bull. oh. But the one Deadpool I saw was him in. If Jeff, if you had done that when when Jeff was in Kylo, I bet you he would have turned. Oh, around. Jeff was Kylo. Uh, oh. Jeff, um, Jeff Seeger, who is uh, our Spider Man for Comic Care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spent Friday as Kylo Ren oh. at our booth, and uh, he was really good. In fact, he like specifically says like, if you see any rays, stop them, and I want to get a picture. And I'm like, you know, as I was walking in today. I saw Madam Geek outside yes. dressed as Ray. She was Ray. So I messaged her on Facebook. I'm like, hey, you're Ray today, right? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, can you come to the Comic Care booth and get a picture with our Kylo? Yeah. And what sucks is she came by. The first time she came by, I had walked away for a moment to, to go do something. And so she's like, I'll, I'll come back by again later. The second time she came by, I had just stepped away to do something else. I did catch her briefly in okay. passing in the hall and was able to say hi, but I was like, "Damn it!" Like every time you've actually come to the booth, I was I was gone. But uh, yeah, if if you'd have cut Jeff in Kylo, but he spent most of his time literally at the Comic Care. Oh booth no, when that's he was fine. Kylo, like so. no, I saw a lot of the, your pictures from Comic Care, and I wish I would have gone a couple of days because I would have gotten. A little, I would have. Okay, I will say this. So I know the same guy who plays uh, Az Tony Stark. Yes, he's also the Batman. He's he's our Batman as well. Yes. Okay. He's a great cosplayer. He does Star Lord, does all this stuff and things like that. But okay, when you're doing Batman, dude, do not smile. You got a brute. Like, he, like I saw, I'm like Batman smiling. I the only time I ever saw that was like Michael Keaton when something happened. He was just like, you know, kind of creepy. So no offense to him. He's a great guy. I like him. But I was just like, God, you got a brute in some I, of these I fucking will, pictures. I will admit that uh, his Batman is my least favorite of his cosplays. Um, I think he's just way too charismatic because he's like he plays an awesome Tony. His Stark. Iron Man is fantastic. His Tony Stark is fantastic. You know, he also does a great Superman. Oh, um, does he? Yeah, he does okay. a fantastic Superman, and uh, he also does. Um, oh, I want to say. Yeah, he, he does Star Lord. Um, he wasn't our Star Lord this year. We we had a Star Lord uh, at one point during the week, but uh, during the weekend, but it wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, it wasn't him. Um, what is? He? Oh, he did one a couple years back um, from. I want to say Despicable Me. The. Um, Grew or the, no, the, the the hero, Mr. Metro or something like that? Oh, or? you're talking about Megamine um, with, yeah, Captain uh, Metro or something like that. Or yeah, Super yeah, yeah. Metro or Mr. or Metro Man or something Met- like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, the he one that one uh, Brad Pitt like, voiced. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did that a oh, couple years back cool. and it was phenomenal. It was amazing. Oh, I would like to see that now. Um, yeah, no, he, he's fantastic. No, but yeah, when I saw it, like, I, don't get me wrong. Batman costume looks great, but just him smiling. I'm like, Batman doesn't fucking smile. Yeah. His parents are dead. <laughs> Be sad. Like, brute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, that's like my only gripe when I saw that. I was like, ah, oh, man. But of course I know him. He's probably going to, he won't even listen to this. But if he does, he'll be like, fuck that kid. Yeah. It's like, who, what is yeah, he Who know? the fuck does he um, think he is? But no, um, he, he's fantastic. But yeah, he so the Deadpool I saw, I was in passing. I was going up the escalator and I looked over and I saw it. And I was like, that so far, because uh, there was a shit ton of Deadpools. And I will say this. I did not see one in the Ryan Reynolds costume, which, okay, I made it my goal. I'm going to do that. And if Comic Care would like to have me participate as that one because I got that fucking character down. Everyone at work <laughs> is like, you need to be Deadpool. You should be Deadpool. Just show up to work as Deadpool. <laughs> Technically, Steve, if Ryan Reynolds dies, which I hope he never happens, you would probably have to be Deadpool at that point. Like, that's, it's getting, like, I don't there even say that. Like, I'm getting this from random people. <laughs> Going up the escalator, see the guy. He is wearing the robe. From the end of the movie, yes, and I, I was like, oh, and I see him. I'm like, Deadpool, awesome. We pound it, and then we both go like, we. I go, I'm like, what does he does? He goes, chicka, chicka. and I was like, <laughs> fuck yes, yes. So that guy, I thought was the best rendition of the Deadpool's that I saw. There were there were some really good Deadpool's. There were some really uh, 
questionable Deadpools. There was just a ton of Deadpools, but yeah, nobody uh, didn't look like anybody had uh, had really the the newer costume. Yeah, I, I saw one that. person who had like the newer um, mask, but they still had basically the spandex suit on. Yeah, it was like it was it was one of the newer like it was yeah it the was spandex the, it was suit that was designed, designed to look, look like, like the leather one, suit, yeah. but which I have seen. But again, it's like I don't want to do spandex. I really need to figure out. So I really need to get in touch with a lot of our cosplay people. And I think uh, I think with the men for cosplay, if I'm able to keep doing my workouts, get into shape, and get a costume like that, I think I can maybe submit some photos to actually. Uh, do that. Of course, my photo will probably be very. What I need to do is, I think, would be the great photo is just literally him just laying down in front of the fire thing, which would just be <laughs> the greatest for the the thing. But this is just yeah. me. This is just me. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I'm I'm so tempted. Like, if I'm able to uh, to go to con next year to Phoenix Comic Con, Chewbacca. I there are some the dying high in your there are some ideas Sorry. Uh, that I'm that I'm kicking around. Um, Chewbacca is one. Groot. Uh, Beast. Is another. Ooh. If I can, if I can find a good body painter for my arms and face, that, you know, so I can get the blue down. That okay. First off, what beast rendition are you doing? I would go. T- I would actually try to lean more towards the comics than any of the. Do you just gonna wear the underwear? No, not oh, that. Far. Damn it! Not do the far. underwear one. <laughs> <laughs> I will need to do a hell of a lot more push-ups. And before you can, I'm walking and you can around. Walk around you can walk around and be like, "Don't it, Niles." <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's there's some options that I'm that I'm thinking about. Um, Slenderman. <laughs> there was a really good Slenderman there. Actually, there was up a on very stilts and I, everything. Okay, like, see, I didn't. Real I didn't see creepy. that one. I saw a very short Slenderman that I was taller than. I'm like, really, bro? Come on. <laughs> no, this guy was up on stilts and he was he was doing it. He was like. He would just like randomly like get like right behind people and they'd be like talking to somebody and then their friend would be like. Look behind you, and yeah. they like turn around, and be like freaking out, and he's just standing there. I, I will say this: doesn't really, say a word, just standing there. I it's really hilarious. enjoyed. I really enjoyed um, a lot of people who actually get into character. That's what I was saying. Like, if I do Deadpool, I would pretty much be Deadpool that entire time. I'm Deadpool, um, but the one I did see that I was like, who fucking nailed it? And I, I need to find her. I know she's on the Phoenix Comic Con thing. I would love for her to come on the show if she can or she wants to or whatnot. But who did uh, Negasonic? Oh yeah, there was My. a couple of them, but there was one in particular one, that was I'm amazing. Pretty, she was great. Like every time anyone wanted to get a picture with her, she was like, "Oh yeah, totally." But then what I love, she pulled out her phone, out her like, phone and just sit there and just like that was fucking. You're genius. like, no, no, seriously, I want to take a picture. It was like nailed that thing. Like I'm sitting there going, and now I'm like seriously, like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, I really need to get a Deadpool thing going because I want that. Then I want a big guy's Colossus and that, and just walk in a con like that. Oh my god! I did see a really good Colossus actually. You had. Um they had the the paint on for the head, mm-hmm. but then they had like a. It wasn't spandex. It was something. I don't know. They the the arms were really good. They were something. I, it wasn't paint on the arms. Mm-hmm. It was something else. But it was. I was like, oh, okay, that's not bad. It wasn't huge. Uh, you know, as huge as somebody playing well, cosplay should necessarily that's, be. That, but that's, that's actually it was still cool. That's actually the thing I was trying to explain to people about cosplay. I'm like cosplay. Like basically, if you get the idea of the costume you want to put and dress up as and stuff like that, it's like a lot of people who dressed up in cosplay. Honestly, a lot of people do not have the you know the, that body, that physique, and stuff like that. They just want to dress up to dress up and have fun. And yeah. I give those people credit and stuff like that. That was the funny part. So I took two newbies. I popped their uh, Comic Con cherries. Pretty much, um, we had them on the show. Ken and Cody, uh, coworkers of mine. But Cody went oh, as yeah, a yeah. gender bender of Nathan Drake. So she okay. was Natalie Drake. Now her costume was really freaking good. And she literally did like the blood and the dirt all over her from everything like that. And she yeah, was I like, saw the pictures. I wasn't sure what she was. I was like, is she random 
zombie fighter or something you know, like that's kind of what i well i know but i don't you, know the you, games yeah so you don't know I games don't know. but like and it was really good and i really enjoyed it i thought she did a good job but it was so funny with her because she's like is people do you think this is fine and i'm looking at her going like you're going above it i'm like there are people who've done and i and i give credit to these people like don't take this as i'm like trying to bash like people who cosplay or something there are people who've done like the low budget iron man low budget thor and stuff like that where they just take paper plates <laughs> and they build their <laughs> those, costumes out those of the, ones actually crack me and up. i love like, those because i'm like it's a genius idea and you were still able to make the armor and stuff like that just out of household items. So I give them credit for that. So I'm like, I was telling her, I was like, you don't really have to worry. Like, I'm like, you did a really good job of like this gender bender, you know, uh, you know, of Nathan Drake and stuff like that. So it's like, you don't like, it was just so funny that she was like, do you think people are going to, I'm like, I'm looking at her. I'm like, I don't even cosplay. And I thought your costume was great. Like I give people credit who even try to do yeah. that you know so it's all like like i don't like i don't bash anybody i think it's a great community we always have those people on the show uh we know a lot of people who do great work that's another thing you want to know people who do great work and stuff like that hit us up we can direct you to the perfect people to get certain props at a great prices a really mm-hmm. quality good work and stuff like that but it's like uh, like i haven't never done it so i can't I, like i hate the people who sit back there and go be like oh that costume's horrible or that thing it's like you know what these right. people actually went out and tried something yeah. what you're just dressed like a normal way all i did for comic con is i went as steve-o from the 4i radio network it's not really hard to do <laughs> just grow goatee and act like a douche so works works out well um yeah no i'm i i almost got into an argument because i had mentioned uh, <laughs> It was funny. It was one of those kind of things where, like, somebody overheard a conversation that oh. I was having with my daughter. Fuck and, those people. And misunderstood what I was saying. Yeah. Because she was like, my, my daughter was telling me, she's like, oh, you should do a Wolverine. And I'm like, no. I'm like, what am I going to be, you know, chubby middle-aged Wolverine? I'm like, no. That's, that's for me personally, I'm not going to do a cosplay unless I feel comfortable in it. Yeah. Which is what everybody should do. And so somebody overheard me, like, say that, like, I wouldn't. The, the fact that I wouldn't personally do a Wolverine. A Wolverine. And they're like, people, can, they like turn around and they're like, people can cosplay outside of their body type if they want to. I'm, I'm like, that's great. They can. He's I'm like, like I'm you, you misunderstood. I'm talking about myself personally. I'm not going to wear something I don't feel comfortable in. Like, I what? personally, if I'm doing a cosplay, I almost guarantee you it's going to involve face paint or a mask of some sort anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like covering up as much of myself as possible. Like, the only exception might be a Magneto, and even that, I'm going to have the helmet on most of the time. I just came up with a cosplay that probably no one has, if they've done it, great, but I've not seen it, but it's perfect for you because you're a tall guy. Dude, you should do a Sentinel. Oh, I've I thought of I've actually thought of that, but the amount of I, I thought about how yeah. much work would work go into, go that. into I that. I was like, yeah. oh man, that did would you be literally insane. like did that woman did that person change their tune as soon as you're like, no, I I would not cosplay as Wolverine. I don't think they understood. I think they still like they had this assumption that, that I was making like, judgments about other people. I was like, no, no, I'm no, just no, talking, about, talking about me. I'm talking about myself personally. I wouldn't cosplay that because I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. I fully support, like, I saw plenty of people who were outside of their quote-unquote body type, and I'm like, I don't care. That's awesome. If you feel comfortable doing it, no, then I get do those, it. Well, okay, so you're like me. See, like, I say Deadpool, and everyone's like, oh, why? Because you got the mannerism. I'm like, no, because I want to wear a mask, and <laughs> I, I, and I want to cover up as much of my body as possible and stuff like that. Like, I would never do, like, a Logan... Uh, I would never do a Wolverine or anything like that, uh, which I have to bring this up. So since you mentioned that, I thought that was pretty funny. So apparently a couple of years ago, Hugh Jackman uh, cosplayed as pretty much Wolverine at the San Diego Comic-Con. And it was great. 
uh, it was great because he um, he's he walked around some of that, and I guess he overheard a lot of people going like, "Oh, that guy can't be Wolverine because he's too tall and looks like nothing like him or something like that." And no one realized it was uh, realized it was actually Hugh Jackman. And honestly, yes, Hugh Jackman. Uh, I don't know how tall he is, but he is taller than Wolverine because honestly, Wolverine in the comics, Wolverine's only like four foot something. He's not a tall guy. You know, but in the movies now, we're just accepted because Hugh Jackman nailed that fucking role. And we're just like, okay, it's like we're not really going for the accuracy and all that kind of stuff where it's like, like we're going to the accuracy for like an extent. Okay. But, but I just think that's kind of funny. That's like literally Hugh Jackman walking around and people are like, oh, he can't be Wolverine. He's way too tall. He's, uh, he doesn't even fit the part. Like, (laughs) Like, what the hell, man? Um, yeah, there's, there's situations like that where it's just absolutely, Utterly ridiculous. Um, and, and they always hear it before, like, oh, they hear this person got cast for a role. Oh, they can't play that role because of this or that or the other thing. It's like, hey, you know what? Give them a chance. Okay, I'm going to be honest. who knows how they're going to write this character and, and how they're going to film it and whatever let's, else they're going to do. Let's put it this way. So Tom McGuire got cast as Spider-Man when the first Spider-Man comes out. Now, let's all kind of take a step back, remove the third movie from your mind, and think about there's no other Spider-Mans out there. <laughs> the only rendition we have is this. When he got casted, I was like, Really? Then they showed me a picture of his working out and stuff like that, and he got built for it. I'm like, okay, I kind of see it. Guess what? I think uh, I think Tobey Maguire, and don't get me wrong, I love those Spider-Man films. I think the first ones are pretty good and so everything like that. I thought the second one was a phenomenal Spider-Man film with Dr. Octopus and everything like that. One a really good storyline and everything. Uh, yeah, Tobey Maguire nails Peter Parker perfectly. This awkward teen, doesn't know what he's doing, kind of out of his element, stuff like that. Yeah, when he was Spider-Man in the suit, yeah, he was good, but I felt like his quick whips wasn't that great. I think Andrew Garfield did a better job as Spider-Man at that point. Uh, and then you get this new kid up and coming comes out and nails the entire thing perfectly. We've had, had that before. Check out, uh, l- let's look at Michael Keaton's Batman. Yes. Nails fucking Bruce Wayne. Nails Bruce Wayne to a fucking T. This Batman's pretty good. We don't see a great Batman and people can yell at me or don't. I honestly, I think the best Batman. I don't know about Bruce Wayne yet. I would like to see a solo movie with him working on his Bruce Wayne a little bit more. But best Batman I've seen right now has been Ben Affleck. He's the he's built. He's perfect. He did, you actually got to see him fight, not just. Don't get me wrong. I love Christian Bale. Christian Bale was great. You know Bruce Wayne and everything like that. But you never really got to see him fight. It was really him just like grabbing people in the dark corners, dropping down quick moves, and everything like that. Like when you see Ben Affleck fight in the Batman v Superman, which might only be like that and the Wonder Woman fight, probably the best parts about that film. But <laughs> you got to see him fight. You got to see him like he fucking knocks a guy down. That guy hits the ground, gets back up, like like bounces, and you're like, that guy's not getting back up, kind of shit. Like, that's like a Batman comic. Like, you literally flip through a Batman comic and how Batman fights. That was it. So, whether you agree with me or not, that's just my opinion. But I'm like, I felt like so far that's been the best Batman we've seen on the screen. Um, but his Bruce Wayne is okay. I would like to see a little bit more of it. I don't know. I For what it was, I thought Affleck did a good Batman, but I didn't feel that that was... Well, let's take out out the killing uh, from that. Uh, If you minus that, (laughs) yeah, because I don't agree with that. With I was like, oh he, oh he fucking, oh that guy's he's killing a lot of people. There's a lot of people dying. Like yeah, sure he didn't bring his own gun, but he just picked up that gun and started killing all those people. He killed a lot. Like yeah, it was. 
I, I don't agree with this whole every hero has to be a dark hero thing and the dark heroes have to be even darker thing that they've got going on. In oh, yeah, I'll put it this days, way. There's but... a great Batman comic out there called Hush. If you haven't read it, highly recommend it. Uh, artwork is Jim Lee, which is fucking phenomenal. I love his artwork. He does he does a great you know Batman and everything, like drawing-wise and stuff like that. He has a thing in Hush where Superman gets taken over by Poison Ivy. Superman starts fighting Batman, and Batman literally puts on like a kryptonite ring and starts fighting Superman. While he's fighting Superman, punching him and stuff like that, he's talking about how Clark Kent Superman is a better human being than he is. <laughs> like, he is literally sitting there going like, he's like, Clark would never do this, you know, he's all this and stuff like that. And then literally Batman, to get him out of the trance, literally goes up on top of a building, spoilers, I mean, the book's been out for a while, and drops Lois Lane from the building as Superman snaps out of the spell of Poison Ivy and saves, like, Lois, Cla- you know, uh, Lois Lane. And you're just sitting there kind of like, this entire time he's beating the shit out of Superman. He's talking <laughs> about how Clark Kent is a better human being, and he's not even a human being. He's a Kryptonian. <laughs> and you're talking about how a better person this person, and you're just like, "Fuck, dude! Like, damn! Like, like that to me, like, literally, I was just like, why didn't you just get, like, take a little bits and bits and pieces of that storyline to throw in Batman v Superman to give it some fucking heart right. for crying out loud? Like, Batman's like, yeah, he's dark, he's brooding, he's all this kind of stuff, but he does have this side of him." That you can go like shit, you know, like why, like dude, you're yeah. so fucking emo. Stop, like, yeah, I get it. Your parents are dead, but you've done some good. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's, they really, I don't know. DC, where the route they're going with their movies right now, it's like, I, don't get me wrong, I like dark, but it, you can it has you can shine place. some you can shine some light on it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. It's really it's really weird, but uh, yeah. Back, back, back a little bit on topic there. Was, Phoenix Comic Con, yeah, 2016. Because I, I was like, about to ask you another question of a bit of huge tangent. <laughs> about uh, did, you, did you catch up on Flash? Uh, uh, am I? I think I am. I think I am. So you up. finished it? Yes. You saw the? Oh. Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh. I know we're going to talk about it on uh, Longbox Cast. We're going to do our TV stuff, but I just have to say that. Okay, did you ever read or see Flashpoint Paradox? No. Okay, Flashpoint Paradox is on. Netflix right now. Okay. The animated thing, check it out and everything like that. So what Barry did, spoilers alert, if you have not watched The Flash, I would just skip like five minutes right now. You're listening to it live, go and make a cheeseburger or something. <laughs> uh, go so make a Barry Al- sandwich. So, okay, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Okay, if you're still spoilers. listening, it's your own fault. So Barry Allen goes back, saves his mom, right? That's the fucking start a Flashpoint Paradox, and I don't know if they're going to do it that season. If they uh, do and they pull it off, I'm going to fucking flip my fucking shit. Okay, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but fuck! The the CW is writing better shit than our fucking <laughs> movie. Like, hire them! Right? It's and so, that's why uh, I don't understand why DC won't just tie in the universes. Cause that's okay, look, insane. like I, I'm pretty sure the guy they cast as The Flash is probably a great actor, a good guy, and everything like that, but it's like, I am already invested in this Barry Allen on the on the TV thing, yeah. and I'm like, why? Yeah, I I, okay. I agree. I don't understand but why they're you, not tying things together. Yeah, they, the, they Marvel should. is doing a good job for the most part of tying things together. At least having them exist in the same universe, even if they don't have necessarily the same characters. And fucking Supergirl. Supergirl is uh, coming to CW, and I can't. I know. I'm, wait. I'm I'm excited for that because I think it's going to be better, and I, and I enjoyed it already. So. 
and more crossovers, I think, mm. between them. And hopefully Arrow can kind of get out of its funk. Uh, yeah, I know. Was, I, I heard Arrow's season finale was not great. I'm not invested in Arrow, so I'm kind of biased towards that because yeah. to me I'm kind of I'm still on the fence with it, which is weird because any episode I see when it's a crossover episode with anything, I'm on board. And I, it's like I have nothing against like Stephen Amell. I think he does a phenomenal job. Just I think anything that he's getting given like – Story-wise, but, of course, we're going off that. This is what... Okay, I started doing this. I started... <laughs> no, no. This is what I started doing. Before we go to break, I started doing little bits and pieces. I started... I'm going to put a pin in that. And then I go, you're going to have to listen to this podcast to get the rest of it. <laughs> so I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make our own, like, Marvel movie universe with our podcast oh, so that people go, have to listen. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a pin in this. If you want to hear more about this, check out the next episode of Longbox Cast on the 4i Radio <laughs> Network. Uh, so... There you go. Uh, there but you yeah, go. so Matthew isn't here, so I'm going to play some tracks. All right. uh, I know every time I play tracks, people get angry with me. <laughs> so, but this one should be funny, especially me. Oh, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this one out here. So I discovered new music uh, from a band called Sunrise Skater Kids. Uh, this one I have to play because it is kind of nerdum, but I thought it was kind of funny. It's called Rilo Ken. All right. Uh, so I'll play this one first, and then put everything on uh, whatever. Cool. Uh, remix or whatnot so uh without further ado eric we'll be back in a bit i guess yeah we'll catch you in a few minutes thank you uh for listening we'll be back in a moment Chest and drop you down and endless soul and endless soul. I'll stab you. 
And we are back. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us during the break. Thanks, Steve, for the music in uh, the Secretary of Funk's absence. Yeah, if you don't Appreciate like it, it, you can just... Send your complaints to we don't give a fuck at 4eyedradio.com. I'm going to set that email address up see if we get any. That'd be great. Um, Actually, you know what? We should have that. <laughs> uh, but I know you're going to read something, and after you read that, um, you have something to announce. I do have an announcement. Uh, then, I was going to save that for more near the end. Well, that's what I figure. You could send that. To, well, that's what I figure because the last round of the show, I'd like to actually in, uh, entice people who've been with us since uh, we're on, what, 159 episodes now. 159. Uh, and I want to actually kind of talk about uh, our origin story after you drop that bomb. So, uh-huh. um, so Eric, you did find an article you were telling me outside during the break. So let's bring that yeah. up and I'm going to give Eric the floor. All right. I, I wanted to bring this up because this was something that uh, it popped up in our uh comic-con group uh somebody had posted a screenshot of this and uh basically what it was is it's it's a personal ad that somebody had posted on craigslist it wasn't asking for anything it wasn't i'm just gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna read this first of all this is in the personals in the missed connections section okay before you, Craigslist. before you dive into that, so right. if you ever get bored and you have nothing to do and stuff like that, and you feel like if your life is in the shitter, literally just check out some of these Craigslist ads, like <laughs> Misconnection or personal ads and stuff like that, and you realize your life isn't that bad. Your life is fantastic. Your life is great. Um, yeah, um, no, This is, so this is in the Missed Connections okay, for Mist Central Connections. and South Phoenix and the personals, uh, and it was posted, uh, I guess this was posted six days ago, so this would have been right at Phoenix got like this, like right there like during like okay so the title of the post is to all the BBWs at Phoenix Comic Con oh, shit <laughs> which if you're not familiar okay. with the lingo I will say this if this isn't taken yet I want to literally just start a podcast called <laughs> to all the BBWs can, can I do that uh, only on the four I radio um, so to all the BBWs at Phoenix <laughs> Comic Con which. For those not in the know, BBW stands for Big Beautiful Women. It's it's a slang term usually used in personal ads and uh, pornography searching for people who are into uh, bigger, li- bigger oh, women. I should really. Oh, that's when I should have dropped that song. I, I like, like big butts, butts, and I cannot lie. Yeah, right? You other butts um, can't deny. So obviously, this guy's making his intentions known right at the very beginning. And then he says, thanks for making my weekend that much more amazing. So much curvy thickness, I thought I was going to get whiplash. This includes the two Ursulas, the thick Jessica Rabbit, BBW Princess Bubblegum, and the gorgeous SSBBW Harley Quinn with that tight corset and shin guards. That corset, though. And to all the others, thanks. So much eye candy. Okay, so somebody posted this. Okay, first of all, let's take a step back. Yes, this guy is creepy as fuck. I'm not denying that at all. This guy is a lecherous motherfucker, and he's got a specific type. He likes him. He likes him real thick and juicy. On because I want to put this on. So find that you see double. (laughs) You can just put it low, but yeah, just put it in the background. um, So hey, you know, people have different tastes. People have different things they like, and that's totally cool. I get it. Not. I'm not judging this guy for that. I may be judging him a little for posting it in a public forum such as Craigslist to just be like, here you go. But of course, this got posted in the Comic Con group, and as as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, okay, I know what all the co- you know half the comments are going to be like, ha ha ha, that's great. The other half of the comments are going to be like, oh my god, this man's object, this man is objectifying these women, blah blah. blah. The the social justice wankers are going to come out. Thank you very much, uh, 
by the way, uh, for that for the term there. Uh, Rob Wilkinson, I appreciate that. <laughs> the social justice wankers, I, I'll never forget that. Yeah. So the social justice wankers came out in full force with the, how come it's okay for this man to objectify these women just because they're bigger? If they were regular skinny girls and he was complimenting them, it would be about, I'm like, okay, but let's take a look at it. What if it were a woman saying this about guys? Chubby chasers. Or what if, what if it was just about a, a girl like saying, like, hey, thanks to all the normal-looking guys out there who aren't muscle-bound jerks or something like blah, blah, blah. People would be like, hey, yeah, you know, she's supporting the real man, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I can totally see the double standard. Me, personally, I look at this, I think, dude's a little creepy, mm-hmm. but at least he's choosing a a way to express himself that's, that's basically anonymous. He's not calling out any one individual, that's and he's true. not going to that person. Yes. And saying something to them, he's kind of putting it out there. Um, and so, ultimately, it comes down to, I was looking at it, and I was looking at the responses. Yeah, okay. And because there were responses, in fact, the the person who is probably the Harley Quinn he's talking about, yeah. she commented on that post because she was like, I am a uh, SSBBW. I'm not sure what all those extra letters are. I know what BBW means. I don't know what all the extra letters mean. Well, okay, wait, was it SS? SSBBW. SSBBW. A sexy, sassy <laughs> BB. I think we're just making shit up now. But, uh, anyways, yeah. but specifically, he called her out for a corset and her shin guards. I and both you, her we're and doing her right husband. Now with this background music, probably isn't helping me. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? <laughs> but, so, anyway, <clears throat> she. And I'm pretty sure because she posted a picture, and yeah. it's she's got a corset and she's got the shin guards. Like I saw Harley Quinns that had shin guards, and I saw Harley Quinns wearing corsets, and I saw some that were even wearing both. I didn't see any that would be considered a SSBBW except for this one. And she came out and said, "Hey, I think that was me." Yeah. And she seemed appreciative of the compliment. Yeah, and so not? did a couple other women who think that they're like, I don't know if he was talking about me, but I was Ursula, and I feel, yeah, yeah. I feel complimented. And then other people are like, if that were me, I'd feel so ashamed. I'm like, Why? I think it comes down to... Did, you watched uh, How I Met Your Mother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, I'm not claiming it's the best show in the world, but I found it to be hilarious. I liked it. Yeah. I enjoyed... It wasn't one of those ones that I'm like, oh, I have to watch this every day that it comes out. But it's more of like one of those to... ones that it comes on. I'm like, oh, this show's funny. It's going to make me laugh. I'm going to watch it. It's so funny because I, I thought I was a Ted Mosby, but it turns out I'm a Barney Stinson. <laughs> <laughs> well... My thing is, do you remember the episode where and they Eric, were talking you're mar- about... Eric, you're, you're Marshmallow. Uh, only because I look almost exactly like that guy if I shave. Um, hey, which is why I don't shave. I'll put it this way, though. <laughs> if you were single, my ex-roommate was all over Jason Siegel. So oh, there you, you go. You could have had a chance. Shit. I need to, sh- I need to, to shave and... Uh, I don't know. I like you with a beard. You, I, when you go too. baby smooth, it freaks me out. It's a little weird. You're, it's a little you, weird. You literally look like a man baby. <laughs> it's, it's a true story. My wife even says so. She's like, I don't want to make out with a 12-year-old. Grow it back. Yeah, I don't want to um, make out with a 12-year-old. I like making out with you with a beard. Sorry, I know, right? Amy. I know. But, it's, uh, yeah, the, I, it scratches I like, just I like, right. I like when your, your <laughs> bristles hit my goatee. I'm just like, yeah. that's the. We're getting weird tonight. We're, we're, we're I, getting a little I'm, off track. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little three, bit off track. I'm, I'm three sheets to the wind. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah. so I need to catch up then, evidently. Um, oh, yeah, do you no. remember the episode that... Um, and oh, oh, for oh, yeah, the, for the life of me, I cannot remember her name. She's Elliot, Abby Elliot. Do you remember the episode that uh, guest starred Abby Elliot? I don't know who that is, but go. Uh, just okay, she was on just... SNL for a while. She's Chris Elliot's daughter, the comedian Chris Elliot, comedian actor Chris Elliot. Are you fucking serious? 
I don't even know that. What? Okay. Okay. Uh, so Abby Elliot, Abby Elliot was on, and she played a character that was obsessed with Ted. And they oh, were. Oh yes. Okay. What I'm leading to is the Dobler versus Dahmer theory that they present in this episode, where the same gesture, Could when received very... by someone who is into you, open to it, can seem very sweet and romantic. And romantic, yes. Okay. I.e. <clears throat> Dobler. From uh, say anything, I yes, think. say the, anything. You know, the, the holding guy, the boombox, holding yes. the boombox over the stereo. John like, Cusack, exactly. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Okay, yes. I know However, I should know this episode. I've seen yes. the series like ten times fold because I was like, I'm depressed. I'm going to watch How I Met Your Mother. Um, so, so something that is cute and sweet and romantic can turn very dark if, if the person n- receiving it is not is into not it. into it. And so that's the Dobler versus Dahmer theory. If I've been a Dahmer not into a lot. it. <laughs> so uh, I, I know this. So so I've got a I've got a little bit of audio here. I'm just going to play this real yeah, play quick. Yeah, play that. That's good. Let's see. Oh, actually, maybe maybe I won't. It depends on whether or not I'm turning up the right. Speaking thing of which, Marshall's wife was hot. God, I have a fascination with her. Who? Um, Lily. Oh, <laughs> Allison Hannigan. She can fucking. Yeah. Bu- she can buff. She was at Phoenix Comic Con last year. Yeah, and she, her panel was hilarious. She, she was can fantastic. buffy my vampire slayer any day. I don't know what that means, but I don't care. I bet she could slay my little vampire. Uh, I, really? I don't know. I'm just okay, Eric. Look, I'm not hung. I get like where Liam. you're going with I'll the buff, but I am not hung like Liam Neeson. Okay. Speaking but I am of not Buffy the Vampire Slayer and hilarious panels, fucking uh, James Marsters panel was good. Was amazing. Like I don't even like. I never really watched Buffy Either that much, I. and but that panel was amazing. I jerked off Let's a see. lot to it though, but <laughs> never watched it. Let me see if I can get mute. this this audio going here. Like they'd be like spike and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to spike. Yeah, like yeah, whatever. Spike all over your face, neck and chest. Um it sure works. Okay, hold on a second yeah, yeah, because right. I I'm I'm turning up the wrong uh wrong feed. That's what's going on. Okay, so here's the here's a little bit of the the Dahmer versus Dobler theory yes. explanation. If both people are into each other, a big romantic gesture works. Like Lloyd Dobler holding up the boombox outside Diane Court's window and say anything. But if one person isn't into the other, the same gesture comes off serial killer crazy or Dahmer. Are you implying Jeanette started a fire? So that's that's the basic theory behind it. And that's what I saw happening in the thread. People talking about it because there were women who were like, hey, I think he's talking about me and... I'm flattered. I'll take the compliment, yeah. And then there were other people like, oh my God, he, he just... He's like, objecting women. He's objectifying us. He's like, it's Look, a fetish. It's, and I'm like... Okay, okay. Whether it, okay, I'll put it this way. Whether it's a fetish or not, whether people have a fetish... Or, and this is why I say, look, if it doesn't hurt anybody, I'm like, go for it and stuff like that. Like, people are into a bunch of different things and it doesn't hurt anybody. But as soon as they take it to the extreme, where it starts... Like, okay, if this guy started stalking these women yes. then... Then I say yes. There's a problem with stuff like that. But if women don't take it as that way, and uh, and the problem that I have, okay, like look, I have no problem with feminism, uh, but I think there's the extremists that kind of are kind of, and I could be wrong because I'm a male. We might have to have a female on the show, so correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you can tweet me. Never going to happen after this episode. Probably not. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is the fact that, like, I'm saying this way. Okay, so if. Women always find everything so like these feminists find everything so bad. Now the problem is is why uh, why uh, a good example of something that just happened where Quentin Tarantino is being hit with a bunch of feminists now because apparently in the next movie that he's going to be doing, uh, he put out a casting call, and I don't know if he's directing, writing, or just producing, but he put out a casting call, and he's looking for someone to play a whore. 
Now, feminists went off like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. The movie takes place during the Western times. Being a whore was a profession. I'm pretty sure they didn't have a fancy name of calling it a call girl, a prostitute, a late-night lover that you pay money for. Um, so a lot of women went up on that, and it's like, okay, I'm sorry, but it's like, Quentin Tarantino, I like his films. He does some good stuff. I haven't seen some of his new stuff and stuff like that, but he uses a lot of, um, I don't know, racial slurs, <laughs> and no one seems to have a problem with that. So, like, like I can see where, okay, if women, now, I, now I, I was just having this conversation. Now, I feel like women and men have these weird, there's 50% of men and 50% of women that have these weird, like, quirky things um uh, i i put out this way okay so say if an ex hits you up um and said she wanted to go for coffee or something like that like you guys are on good terms like nothing really wonky or anything like that but you're like okay i decide i'm gonna go to coffee for this uh we're gonna hang out and have coffee now she doesn't mention anything about and you can see on her facebook there's no other men in her life there's no she's dating somebody know this I could be wrong about this, and guys do this too, so I'm not just throwing it in one area or the other. But uh, you go to coffee. Men will play two cards if we're single. We'll play the I'm doing very well, making a lot of money, have a great job or some of that. Or we'll play the sympathy card to to have this person feel sorry for us, for breaking up with us. Our life has gone downhill. Now... Granted, might not work, could work, depends on the woman and everything like that. Now, a woman could pretty much kind of go for coffee, and all she's thinking is, we're going to coffee, we're going to chit-chat and stuff. And all she kind of wants is, hey, look, I lost a little bit of weight since we last talked. Everything's going great, you know, for me and stuff in my life. And she's kind of fishing for compliments. Now, this is why I say 50-50%, because I'm not saying all women, just some women. If a woman if a woman doesn't hit you up on like a like Facebook or something like that to hit you up and be like, hey, you want to meet for coffee and everything like that, you know, you're chit chatting for a bit and you find out she has a boyfriend, you have a girlfriend and everything like that, you're literally just going for coffee. Guess what? A guy's entire perspective at that point will go down and we'll just talk to you as a friend, not thinking that anything's gonna happen, some crazy sex maybe, some one last hurrah or anything like that. If a woman doesn't present that and she gets there. To me, it feels like she almost, even before she drops a bomb, that she has a boyfriend or is seeing somebody, a guy might start feeding her compliments. Hey, you're looking really good. Things are going good in your life. So that, and she might just want that to build up her self-esteem, and that's fine. Everybody does it. Everybody fishes for compliments sometimes, and it's okay. So I feel like this guy, he's not really, I don't, if he's into the BBW, that's his thing. That's fine. Everybody's into different things and stuff like that, but... I, I'm curious to find out the women who are commenting saying he's being he's being creepy, he's being subjective, he's uh, you know uh, berating these women and stuff like that. What are their body types, and are they mad that they didn't get the compliments that he put out right. because they're not BBW? Right. They're like it, it's really weird, and like I said, I think it just comes down to a matter of perspective. If Regardless of what your body type is, if you're receiving that compliment and you think it's a compliment and accept it as such, then you're going to receive it one way. If you don't, then all of a sudden it's an insult directly to you. And it's that's why I'm like, I think the guy, like, honestly, you know, did he choose the best way to let that out? Not really. You went through Craigslist. Well, well, (laughs) but maybe he did because he went through a completely anonymous way. He should have just gone to the Phoenix Comic Con BBW (laughs) 
page for crying out loud. Right? Um, yeah. So I'm, you know, hey, maybe it'll work out for him. Maybe one of these girls, like, hits him up and, like, responds to his head and be like, hey, um, what you okay, doing? Well, okay. The thing I'm going to throw out there, say if I go, okay, what if I put a misconnection? Phoenix Comic Con, and I put like something about like a foot fetish thing. Be like, all oh, you women who are dressed as like Ray, I want to like remove your boots and massage your feet or something like that. <laughs> now, is that going to be taken as like I'm a creep because I'm into that? Yes. Or yes, very much. Very much. Okay. <laughs> Instantly and without any question whatsoever. I'm a, I'm a creep. Um, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, well, but, well, but if I throw out the BBW thing, I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that that is something that somebody brought up, and it's a valid point. It's like, okay, when somebody goes out of their way to show appreciation for something that specifically the majority of people don't show appreciation for. I'm not talking about the actual like people who go out of their way to shame. The, no, the, yeah, no, to I, do the I, body I, shaming and stuff, which I, I think I, is ridiculous. I it's don't, like, I don't condone that shit at all. Like you have like, no idea what like, these people struggle are. You know what causes? Well, the, that's what I'm saying. Their, like what they've got going on in their life. So whatever. Weird, everybody has weird genetics, and there's some yeah. things that like even like look. There's guys who can work out and work out and work out and. And I know the term, and I don't want to use this term because I feel like I might even have it, but the bitch tits. <laughs> where, like, they could be very firm as hell, but they still look like you have, like, the man boobs kind of thing. And it's even though they've worked down some... And actually, I, I researched it, and it could actually be, like, a medical condition. You might actually have to, which sounds so weird, even though it could be muscle, you might actually have to get, like, a breast reduction because of that. And I understand that. And so I'm like, look, like, those women who went out there and cosplayed and flaunted their stuff, and they know they are a plus size, plus size woman or whatnot. I'm like, I, I condemn you. Like, I, I wouldn't have even done that. Like, I even, like, I'm worried about dressing in a skin tight Deadpool outfit for crying out loud. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, I need to get in better shape and stuff like that. But you women who do that and support it, I think that's great. Granted, I don't think I'm going to go on misconnection and talk about it. Like, if I saw your cosplay, I'd be like, hey, that was an awesome cosplay. I like your take on that cosplay or that costume or that character or something like that. There is a better approach to do it, but. Yeah, it's kind of a blanket approach. Like I said, yes, dude sounded a bit creepy. And it wasn't about what he liked. It was about the fact oh, that he went girl, on you, Craigslist. Oh, you girls who dress as Ursula, I would like to have your tentacles all over my face, neck, and chest. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know what? That's the wrong approach that that's, was a little That's creepy. wrong of me. I assumed it was a black man. <laughs> Matthew's not here, and I'm really drunk. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Matthew is here. Hey, Hi. Matt, how's it going? How was your trip? Um, what the fuck? Exactly. That's all he knows. Um, it's it's one of those things that, like, I can see both sides of it, but at the same time, I'm like, the people who are, like, all over, like, this is the worst thing ever. It's like, really? Is it? I mean, there's a lot um, of... I don't know. If that's, I don't, the worst, if that's the worst thing ever, then that guy who just got six months probation oh, for rape... That guy. I want... You know, he listen. Is, he is I am normally golden child. Normally... I am against jailhouse justice. I feel that if you're if you're properly sentenced, if you if you're gone through a proper trial by a jury, your peers have sentenced you to a certain amount of time and a crime for for the crime committed. I don't uh, approve of uh, other prisoners taking out their vengeance or whatever on you. Normally, I would say no, 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 don't do that. This guy. Fucking Brock, whatever the fuck his name, swimmer boy from Stanford. No, 
yes, he's only got six months in prison. I hope that they throw him into general population and that the other prisoners make his six months last a fucking lifetime. That's I what hope, I hope. I hope he gets raped. Well, I, w- I wouldn't go that far because... No, I wouldn't. Quite frankly, I, d- I just... I don't... I was just thinking maybe a beating or two a day for the six months that he's there. I don't know. See, That's be- what I'm thinking. See, a beating I don't think would get the point across. I, or two. I, I would, a no, day. Or two a day. No, <laughs> see, I don't think it gets... I, okay, this is how I feel now. Nowadays, I feel like whatever crime you commit, that should be happen to you. But, you know, they say... Uh, a rape for a rape makes the whole world have a sore bum. You know what? I think look, that's a saying, isn't it? Look, do I just, have that wrong? Just because <laughs> I just because I posted on the BBW misconception. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this okay. I don't know this. This whole story is just very weird because I heard different parts and different sides and everything like that. But I'm uh, but I'm sorry. I have actually been in a position where I was dating somebody. We were boyfriend and girlfriend. We were having sex. Uh, I was stripped down naked, she was naked, and we were about to do it, and she said, no. And you know mm-hmm. what I did? Stopped. I said, okay, went to the bathroom and took care of my business. And I totally yes. respect her wishes and stuff like that. Now, I'm sorry, no means no. If a girl is passed out, my main concern would be like, shit, this girl is passed out. I'd be like, I don't know anything about her. I'd be like, I'd either try to help her up. Right. And get her back into the bar and be like, hey, does anybody know who this girl is? Does she have any friends? Does anybody call and stuff like that? My first instinct isn't Bill Cosby where I'm like, <laughs> you see, she is waiting for the double D. Uh, and I don't know if it's just because that's how I was brought up or it's common sense or I just respect people because I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> if I'm face down in the gutter. And a puddle of my own pride. I really hope someone doesn't come by and be like, "I'm gonna fuck this guy in the ass." I really hope. <laughs> yeah. you, you'd, you'd hope. I'd hope. I'd, you'd be, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping. You'd be hoping. I'm really hoping the person that walks by is Jesus. <laughs> and he'd be a lot of like, "All right, bro. I see." Because that's how Jesus talks to me. All right, bro. I see shit happen. Let's get you inside. Let's get you a cup of tea. Let's take care of you. You know, not this guy's passed out. Let's see how much shit we can stick in his ass. Yeah. Um, Speaking of tea. <laughs> no, this is this oh, is actually. Are you talking about the English thing? Yes. <laughs> have you seen this? The, like so, so, so the British. I don't know if it, I don't know who it was if in Britain somewhere. You're gonna have to read this in a British accent. Came, you know well, that. I'm I'm gonna play the the audio of oh, it okay, because audio. I'm Damn not trying to try to fucking read this. But um, they came up with a a great way to teach people what the difference between consent and, and non consent is, and they used it using the analogy of and tea. Now, and now a uh, public service announcement yes. from 4i Radio Network from England. There we go. Still struggling with consent? Just imagine instead of initiating sex, you're making them a cup of tea. You say, hey, would you like a cup of tea? And they go, oh my God, I would love a cup of tea. Thank you. Then you know they want a cup of tea. If you say, hey, would you like a cup of tea? And they're like, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Then you can make them a cup of tea, or not, but be aware that they might not drink it. And if they don't drink it, then, and this is the important bit, don't make them drink it. Just because you made it doesn't mean you're entitled to watch them drink it. And if they say, no thank you, then don't make them tea. At all. Just don't make them tea. Don't make them drink tea, don't get annoyed at them for not wanting tea, They just don't want tea, okay? They might say, yes, please, that's kind of you. 
and then when the tea arrives, they actually don't want the tea at all. Sure, that's kind of annoying, as you've gone to all the effort of making the tea, but they remain under no obligation to drink the tea. They did want tea, now they don't. Some people change their mind in the time it takes to boil the kettle, brew the tea and add the milk. And it's okay for people to change their mind, and you are still not entitled to watch them drink it. And if they are unconscious, don't make them tea. Unconscious people don't want tea, and they can't answer the question, do you want tea, because they're unconscious. Okay, maybe they were conscious when you asked them if they wanted tea, and they said yes, but in the time it took you to boil the kettle or brew the tea and add the milk, they are now unconscious. You should just put the tea down, make sure the unconscious person is safe, and this is the important part again, don't make them drink the tea. They said yes then, sure, but unconscious people don't want tea. If someone said yes to tea, started drinking it, and then passed out before they'd finished it, don't keep on pouring it down their throat. Take the tea away. Make sure they are safe, because unconscious people don't want tea. Trust me on this. If someone said yes to tea around your house last Saturday, that doesn't mean they want you to make them tea all the time. They don't want you to come around to their place unexpectedly and make them tea and force them to drink it, going, but you wanted tea last week, or to wake up to find you pouring tea down their throat, going, but you wanted tea last night. If you can understand how completely ludicrous it is to force people to have tea when they don't want tea, and you are able to understand when people don't want tea, then how hard is it to understand when it comes to sex? Whether it's tea or sex, consent is everything. And on that note, I'm going to make myself a cup of tea. Actually, <laughs> like, I'm making that, myself a cup of tea. And, 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 um, that's, and that's the shitty part. Like, it's so, it's so fucking, and this is what I hate, common sense isn't all that common. Um, like, like, like I just told you what I, what I, people heard. It's like, literally, I was in the moment. We were making out. Everything was going, clothes came off. And yeah. literally, I was literally in the position of like, this is somebody I'm go. dating. It's not somebody I just picked off off the wrong of the street or hired a hooker or something like that. It was literally somebody I was in a relationship with. And they said no. And I was like, okay. And she even, and this is what I, this is what I thought right. was, well, this is what I thought was funny. She apologized. She's like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm just not in the mood. I'm like, no, that's that's right. fine. I'm like, this stuff happens. No worries, but uh, give me a minute. Yeah, I'm I was go- like, I mean, yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'm like, I'm gonna have to. You I'm know, like, take I was care like, of some I was things. like, give me a minute, but literally, give me 15 seconds. Uh, <laughs> you know, took care of my business and then just went back and we just chit chatted, you know, and, and and that was it. And now, honestly, granted, a couple of couple of weeks later, she was like. This isn't working, so I kind of should have seen the, the like, signs. Oh. And you're like, oh, that's why she didn't want sex. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to me, no means no. And if somebody can't respond, if he, if I go to Eric right now, Eric's passed out in the chair right now. I go, Eric, would you like me to jerk you off? And he <laughs> says nothing. I'm going to say take that as a no. <laughs> if you want me to do weird things to you while you're passed lay out. There, lay there unconscious. Yeah. Oh, 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 he did it. it he it, laid there unconscious. I feel I feel like it's like the Homer Simpson syndrome that people have where he's like, okay, Pi, I'm just going to do this. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, if you get eaten, it's your own fault. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. So it's not like that. So I'm, I'm pretty sure if, I would be, if you go up to anybody and be like, would you like to have sex tonight? And they said no, that's your cue to walk away. Yeah. If, if so, okay, this is my rules. If someone says no or they can't respond... It most likely means no. Pretty much always means this, no. This is a public service <laughs> amount. Unless this girl... Do, do, do. Yeah. 
<laughs> unless, unless whoever you're with is on top of you, butt-ass naked, and saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, yes, 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 I think you're okay. Yeah. Th- you're pretty much okay I, I, at that point. I think. At that like, point, like you're 2%, pretty much. I think 2%. Okay, now question. Now I have, I want to – you know what? I'm going to bring back the SAS question of the week. <laughs> Question: Have you ever been in the in the uh, in the in the position of coital? Coital's happening. Everything's going down, and literally halfway through, yes, 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 she actually says no. What the fuck do you do? I, I have personally, yeah, what? I've been. Um, and okay, story time. Let's. Uh, I was gonna tell another, gather around, I was, children. I was gonna tell another origin story, um, but I like diving yeah. into Eric's past. <laughs> um, this has been another episode of Eric's past. So here I am. I'm 18 years old. It's actually my 18th birthday. So this is back in 1940, okay. Yes. Um, I am losing my virginity at the moment. Matthew's not here, but touch my hand. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm 18. It's my 18th (laughs) birthday. It's not like it was... That's fantastic. Uh, But so, you know, and we're, we're doing things. It had been a minute or so, so far. And she said, ow, stop. So I stopped. stopped. I was like, are you okay? What? Is everything all right? And she's like, it's hurting. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like just apologetic at this point. I'm just like, uh, this, I'm, I'm so sorry, you know, uh, <laughs> crap. Um, and so, yeah. So my technically first time was, was, was interrupted. <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Matthew missed that. So, um, <laughs> as the mic stand just falls limp, I, I literally tried um, to <laughs> drop the mic on a stand. It was fantastic. We need cameras in here. Maybe yeah. we should. I so, don't know. Maybe we should listen to Aaron. Aaron. Aaron always asks if we have uh, cameras, right? Uh, um, um, that was a perfect time for that. Yeah, that so, happened at the exact perfect moment. <laughs> okay, so you had the you had this like I don't know. I call it a superpower because a lot of people don't have it. This common sense where someone said, "Stop! Ow! This hurts!" and you go, "Okay." And you stopped. Yeah. And yes, it was frustrating because I am literally in in the moment. I'm literally doing things actively. And she, But she said, no, stop. And so I stopped and I removed myself from the situation, I so to speak. I have the perfect song for all this stuff going on right and, now. And uh, yeah. And so we, we, we talked and it was her first time as well. It was one of those, you know, mutual first time situations and she just wasn't... Uh, it wasn't working for her, and uh, so that was that. We we mm-hmm. we stopped. Um, we we talked for a while, and uh, eventually she fell asleep, and I went into the bathroom and you know took care of business. And uh, then the next night, things uh, things went better, and it was fantastic. Um, oh yes, little boys to men. Yeah. See, Matthew's not the only one that can do shit. Close your eyes, make a wish, and the candlelight. But yeah, I, 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 I now, now I would actually like to hear from, uh, like, like I, I haven't been in the position, but then again, I'm a guy, so I don't know. But has a guy ever said no? I, <laughs> again, story time. I've oh shit. <laughs> Not, Damn, Eric <laughs> with the fucking stories. Not, not in the middle. I mean, once I get started, uh-huh. then it's fine. But there have been but occasions the where 
somebody has tried to initiate, and I've been like, "Love to you, I'm just like you want." Where me I've been like, to. "I won't make love to you Sorry. right now because I've got a really bad headache and I've got to get." <laughs> Some I sleep think for work it's tomorrow. my week, but I'm a dude, so I don't know what that no, means. There, there have been times when, um, yeah, a, a, a woman has been like, "Hey, let's," uh, and I'm like, yeah, "I'm just no, not right now." Eric, I, uh, just, I, I don't, happened. I don't speak for all men, but I speak for me. Usually, when a girl tries to start something and I don't want it to happen, is because I don't find you attractive. I don't want to put my dick <laughs> anywhere near that. Um, no, it, and it's not even like that. It's um, I'm, oh, I'm talking okay, about established I, well, relationships. I'm going, I'm going with me. I'm going with me. Yeah. I'm going with the fact like a girl's like, hey, I want a one night stand, and I literally come as fast as possible and then leave. <laughs> um, I'm a horrible like, okay, human fine. being. Okay, I feel fine. sorry for any woman who <laughs> wants to date me or thought about dating me. I'm not a. I'm like you know that show Lucifer. I'm I'm worse than that because that hasn't got canceled yet apparently. Uh-huh. So. Love to you. No, but but like yeah, it, it does happen every now and then. One person I in a relationship is inside. in the mood, and the other person isn't. And guess what? That happens. Yeah, sometimes. shit happens, bro. You know. And I've been lucky in the fact that the the women that I've been with, when I've been not in the mood, they have been respectful of my consenting or not, and like dropped it, or at least they've you know moved on instead of trying to force that issue, have moved on to you know. Okay, maybe how can I spark things? You know, whatever. She's but like, not I unwarranted. How, she's like, I know how to spark this. Misconnection. <laughs> Dear Sasquatch with the furry beard. Oh, jeez. I thought you were riveting last night. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't even read Craigslist. How was I ever going to see this? <laughs> okay, so, God, I really thought we were going to do it. You know what? We have time. We're gonna, I'm, I'm going to go off on this tangent, and then Eric and I are going to talk about uh, your big news. Okay. All right. Um, Go ahead and go ahead and but start. The, I'll but be right the, back. But the fucking misconnection shit, like, like I read it for fun, and I read it for uh, trying to get like stand up material because I'm literally like, who literally goes like, oh my god, that guy was so hot at Fry's yesterday. Let me check misconnections to see if he's gonna hit me up. Oh my god, I think this is about me. Hey, big boob chested woman. I saw you at Fry's on Baseline and McClintock, even though I know those streets don't rhyme, you know, whatever. Um, I, I, I even know the geological position of that. But anyways, like, who the fuck does that? Like, I read it for fucking fun. Like, I think they're hilarious. Like, I just go like, who? Like, I even thought about writing a misconnection just to see what I would get. Just, like, random shit. Just be like, ah, I saw you at a GameStop. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. And just to see what kind of fucked up emails I would get back. Like, misconnect. Like, they're fun to read, but don't live misconnection, people. But. I've thought about writing a misconnections post just, I just talked for, about, like, random I, things. I just said that. I just said, oh. like, some. I, I thought about just writing a random just to see what I would get. Just be like, hey. I saw you at GameStop, yada, 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 put a bunch of rent, and just see what fucked up messages <laughs> I get back with the fucking lie, you know, kind right. of thing. Like, oh, that was me. That was totally me. Oh, my God, that was so me. Um, you were the guy in the tank top and the small board shorts. I'd be like... You know what the only thing uh, better than reading misconnections is, though? And I played this a while back, but this is just, this warrants a repeat, mm-hmm. is uh, singing Misconnections. Oh, what? Yes. Here we go. 
These lyrics are actual misconnections from Craigslist. Redondo Beach. <laughs> we encounter from time to time in our building. I have seen you with another girl before. I miss seeing you swim in the pool. Sometimes I would watch from my window. <laughs> Haven't seen you for a while. Maybe you moved. Maybe you moved. That was <laughs> okay. The look at the singer. If you watch the video, it's on Postmodern Jukebox's uh, YouTube page. If you watch the video, the look. The girl singing gives to the man playing piano when he sings that. I used to watch you by the pool. He's, she's like, is this guy serious? 
<laughs> okay, I will say this. Um, album uh, needs to happen, which is misconnections. Because honestly, you listen to some that of those. That was fantastic. You listen to those, <laughs> and you're like, this could be like an actual. And then it just gets to that weird little like, and we stopped in the kitchen. <laughs> After a drunk wrestling, and you're like, oh, okay. Wait, what? Like, it starts off like one of those, like, yeah, like, oh, fuck. so sweet. This it's, is a sweet song, sweet, and then it's just it's creepy. So, without further ado, Eric, you are oh. fucking, you're tearing me apart, Eric! <laughs> All right, the, the big announcement that we've teased up until the last five minutes of the show, <laughs> which anybody who actually knows me has already seen on Facebook, but uh, the big announcement uh, for, for those listeners out there who have not heard... I am uh, I'm moving. I'm leaving Arizona. I am moving to Ohio. Um, as far oh, as the... That's so weird. I've been telling everybody you're moving to Wichita. Wichita. We're going to be passing through uh, Wichita, actually, on the if, way. Okay. Only okay. First because... Off, first off, if you're lying to me, I will hate you. But if you are passing through Wichita, you better take a damn picture. We're, we're planning on passing through Wichita, actually. Motherfucker. Um, <laughs> But that is not where we're staying. No. Um, now, as far as the 4-Eyed Radio Network is concerned, nothing really is going to, to be changing. I'm still going to be running everything on the back end because uh, that's all online anyway. It doesn't doesn't matter where I it am. It does can, matter, Eric. Uh, the biggest imp- impact that this is going to have is on, on this show specifically, this Socially Awkward show. Studios. What we created. Um, I, it's it's one of those things. Is like I, I, I went back and forth as far as do I want to try – and keep doing this show every Friday, and I would love to. I yes, really would. You should, but just stay. The <laughs> that would be great. just leave your family. <laughs> just like yeah, fuck you guys. I'm staying here. <laughs> I, I'm moving in with Steve. You got. Eh, I have couch a couch. Fairly comfy. I'll I'm pretty back. sure we can afford a two bedroom here. There you go. Um, but we'll share one. <laughs> oh, because the other one would be the studio, right? And I right. really don't want to fuck that up. So. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so so I will no longer be after the next. Uh, I'll be uh, another two weeks still here, but then uh, after that, I will no longer be a regular on Socially Awkward. Hopefully, uh, when we get the the technical issues, when you've got the board set up and we can figure out how I can call in, you know, maybe we can do a a fairly regular uh, situation where I call in at least for part of the show or something like that, which would be fantastic because uh, you know I'll be I'll be missing it. Uh, I'll still be doing shows. In fact, I'll probably be doing more shows. Uh, I plan to bring a new show to the network with my daughter. We're going to do kind of a generation gap type of type of show where me and her talk about uh, various you know big news stories and things, and and look at the perspective of a almost forty year old dude compared to a teenage girl. Um, Sounds like my life. Should be should be interesting. Which is just um, me. I plan on uh, there's another show in the works possibly with a collaboration from some of the guys over at Twelve A. So me we'll a, see. Give me, oh, give me. Oh, oh, yeah. I I, I've, I've told you. About I know it what you were talking I, about, but you want to, you want to, you want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving you wanna that give, one. You want to give everyone a little bit of a little, just a little bit little, of a, little teaser. Little bit of tip. Little um, bit of a tip. I'll be in the neighborhood of uh, Chris from Science and Beers, so it's possible that our schedules might the work out a little a bit comeback. better. We might see a comeback on Science and Beer. You never know. You never know. Idiot um, section might come. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and there may be other things. Uh, there may be other things coming. I I have a uh, semi invitation possibly to collaborate on another show that uh, I've been. Uh, a passionate fan of previously, so that might come to fruition. I would love to be a regular or at least a, a regular guest on that show. If that happens, that would be fantastic. Um, 
so yeah, I'm still going to be very much involved in the Four Eyed Radio Network and doing podcasts and and all that. Just this particular show, because of its live nature and everything like that, um, it, it just doesn't work out very well. We've tried having live callers into the live broadcast, and it's just such a tax on the equipment and the bandwidth and everything else. It's just really, really difficult to uh, accomplish and and do right. It ends up being more of, hey, can you still hear us? We can, can we? We can't hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, it ends um, up being more of that than show, and so I don't want to try I, to do that every I, week. I, I might have an idea where Eric might call into either Matthew or my phone or leave messages on our Facebook uh, messenger thing of just like, and then we'll do like a weekly Dewey update or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, Something fun, but I uh, but I do have I uh, before because what I wanted to do is uh, I know we're uh, at the tail end of the show, but we'll go a little bit over. We can uh, we can take uh, as long Eric as we and I since Matthew Matthew isn't here. Matthew joined the show a little bit after a couple of episodes and stuff like that. But I wanted to kind of talk. Uh, we kind of touch base a little bit. We're like almost a hundred and sixty episodes into this uh, show. It might and actually be 160 episodes because I think there were a couple in there that accidentally got doubled up. Doubled up. Well, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. But uh, Eric and I have been doing the show for a long time, and uh, this have. isn't the first, uh, you know, uh, reincarnation of the show. I mean, th- there's been a couple few that uh, hit some snags, and I-, I-, I feel like it would be kind of good to give an origin story. But before we jump into that origin story, I have to play a song. Oh, okay. That kind of fits how our relationship. Matthew isn't here, but I'm sure Matthew would appreciate. This song, hopefully. Of course, knowing him, he's going to come back next week. Like, what the fuck did what you do? What the fuck? What the fuck did you do to my show? <laughs> which I love. Matthew does not sound like that, <laughs> which is so funny. Um, but yeah. All right. What do you got for me? I got something for you. Let's see if you know. I have to wait till it actually gets to the chorus to actually feel my. Yes, this means you're sorry. <laughs> Standing at my door. You're dropping pink on me. <laughs> no, no, it's not pink, actually. It's not? Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Katie. Oh, Kelly Clarkson, yeah. It wouldn't even be my second year. I'm like, I went pink, and then Katy Perry, and then Kelly Clarkson would have been, like, way down the list. I, I've become Matthew a lot, where I'm just diving into a lot of different songs. But here we go. But this is what I feel right now. Oh my. <laughs> I need to drink more. I really wish we had video here because the stare down I'm getting right now. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's uh, worth so worth the price. So of as uh, Kelly Clarkson said, my life will suck without you. Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna dive into the origin story of the uh, uh, pretty much uh, socially awkward, socially awkward, and the majority of the Four Eyed Radio Network because yeah. uh, the Four Eyed Radio Network was technically born Between... before the the socially awkward studios was born. But yeah, but I mean, it really came into it, what it, it is now. It's once... kind of funny because we are actually, um, and I hopefully I'm not overstepping bounds or anything like that, but I would assume that we are kind of like the founders. I yeah, that's that's how I always put it. I mean, technically, the Four Eyed Radio Network was founded by yourself, me, myself, and one other party. One other party who um, um, 
not going to call out names or anything. Not going like to call that, out names, but, but we'll say has burned a lot of bridges. <laughs> and uh, honestly, it's a complete douchebag. Um, <laughs> and that's why I'm going into my Deadpool voice because I feel like he should. Uh, you know, I wish him the very best, but uh, don't want to call a spade a spade. But a douchebag is technically a douchebag. Um, yeah, I need a beer, dude. I just confessed my love to you on the show. Come on, Jesus Christ. I know your wife is gonna finally listen to one episode. This will be if you like. Steve is in. Steve is infatuated with you. What the fuck? No, I just really I like. Look, I know you listen to the show and you think I give Eric a lot of shit, but honestly, I feel like Eric is a is a great friend, and it's gonna suck when he leaves because um, a lot of people are gonna come to me with answers, and I'm gonna be like, talk to Eric. Uh, no, uh, no. But Eric and I started this, and it's it's actually a weird kind of crazy story. So basically. I got hit up by this non-mentioned party uh, saying, hey, would you like to be on a podcast? And I go, yes. And then I followed up with, what the hell's a podcast? Um, and before I knew it, I was part of a – do we want to mention that podcast name or do you think uh, – I mean, it's practically part of the network name. I mean, that's – so a, a little bit let's, – let's go even just a little yeah, bit yeah, further back. Yeah, because you were there before I was We'll, even we'll there. go just a little bit further back. This third party that we're not mentioning – they hit me up, it was and Donald they said, Trump. "Hey, I'm uh, thinking about starting a podcast. Podcast, you you want to be involved in this?" And I said, "Sure." What's a podcast? That was my Shit. exact same reaction. And then you know, this person told me they're like, "Oh, well, uh, check out uh, Kevin Smith's Modcast, and uh, you know that that's what I'm okay. talking about. That kind of thing." Just gonna be completely honest with you. Who the fuck's Kevin Smith? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I'm kidding. I know he doesn't listen to this, but I love you. <laughs> Love you, Kevin Smith. Uh, but seriously, yoga hosers? I don't. I don't know about that, dude. I don't even care. But uh, I am I'm looking forward ha- to the Mulrats two mini series and uh, Buckaroo Bonsai. Yeah, the Buckaroo so, Bonsai thing was such a be, weird pool. That should be. That I like. Should how, be I, like I was like, well, "There's our origin story." But let's suck yeah, off a wait, man. Hold on. Let's <laughs> suck off a man who doesn't even listen to us. Um, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so so this person calls me up, says, hey, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. You want to be a part of it? And I was like, sure, sounds interesting. What's a podcast? So you want to do a podcast. He, he points me out to uh, to Kevin Smith and Smodcast, which at the time, really, Smodcast was the only podcast that Kevin Smith was even doing. He didn't even have the whole Sir Network going on. It was just Smodcast. Spoiler alert, kid. So I listened to a few episodes, and I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. I like this. It's like radio, but Without you can sensors. just download it whenever you want. It's not censored it's on the internet you know whatever and so we we hooked up we did a few episodes of a uh, show that at the time against my judgment because a lot of names were thrown out and this was the name that i least liked but it's the name that for some reason everybody else liked it was inglorious geeky bastards Mm. which doesn't really roll off the tongue it's it's too much. It's too much. And I plus, know, it's, I didn't even it's like, like Inglorious Bastards, it's, the movie. It's so I'm like, like eh. if someone named a podcast like not another B horror cast. That's way <laughs> too much of a mouthful. <laughs> way too many words. Way um, too many syllables. I wasn't I wasn't extremely happy with the uh, with the naming. I felt that it was leaning too much on Quentin Tarantino's movie just because it had just recently come out. I'm like, we don't even talk about that movie. So it's like our whole podcast being named that. It's like it's kind of. But whatever, I, I rolled this, with it. I, I was on the, I was on a few episodes, ran into some scheduling conflicts. They wanted me to be able to. Basically, it was, it was three other guys. We can who, do a reenactment. Let's let's do this. Bring, 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 hey. bring. Hey, hello, hey bro, what are you doing? 
Um, podcast chilling chillin at home with my wife and kids. No, no, no. we're what? doing a podcast now. No, no, I'm, I'm my wife Dude, and kid are it's expecting me. Ten o'clock at night, bro, on a Tuesday. We're doing a it's, podcast it's, now. No, but I have to work Who in the morning. Who cares about your job, bro? This I, is going to make you money. Do. But wait, what? Where? Dude, don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't even worry. Don't even worry. It was basically like that. Yeah. They would, they, you know, he would call me I up and be like, there. "Hey, can you record right now?" And I was like, uh, no, I need some notice. And that was the sticking point because I was the only one who was married and had a kid. And so I kind of ended up getting voted out of that podcast because they wanted to be able to record anytime on a moment's notice, even though they had no... I'm like, just give me a schedule. Yeah. And I'm, I'm cool with that. Like if I say, like every Friday night, I do this show. It's every Friday night. I do it every single week, and it's fine because it's scheduled. It's like, here it is. It's not like Tuesday night, Steve's calling me up and be like, hey, let's do a show right now. It's like, oh, well, I fucking can't because I think I the only time – I will say this. The only time we ever have done like a show not on a Friday night is because maybe a special engagement happened, such as when we saw Star Wars all together yeah. and we decided to record a Star yeah. Wars official podcast. Like, that's the thing with the studio. We always – like, I always try to set schedules. I always try to work around people's things and stuff like they that. They got time I, to jerk around all day. Yeah, no, because I, I got shit I make to time. do. I, I make time. Schedules. Look, dude, I got a lot of time to just masturbate in my bathroom, all right? But if there's a show going on, I'm like, all right. You got to house yourself. I, what are you using the bathroom for? Dude, okay. I, I What I told my- <laughs> Or you're just you, trying to inaugurate every room. I will put it this way. I told my sister and her oh God, this co-workers, yeah, this, uh, <laughs> the, on all of her co-hosts on uh, um, Underground Railroad, I was like, uh, yeah, this is, is my apartment, and I really kind of want to snicker in sometimes. Don't worry. <laughs> I clean every week, but yeah, I fucked- That chair? I just didn't. I have- That chair? Just fucked a chair. lot in this apartment. That counter? Just on that counter. Uh, kitchen. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know when we have a bunch of people on the couch? I fuck there a lot. <laughs> so Couches are pretty much made for that. Like, I Dude, my couch expect is... If, unless the couch was delivered Look, hey, that day, hey. I expect somebody is fucked on that couch. I don't hey, even care. Hey, I throw a towel down. <laughs> I never did. Um, oh, not on your yet. couch. Yet. No, no, yeah, no, not on your couch. I had to think about it. Two more weeks, just in case. Um, But anyways, anyways, point to the story is evidently my needing a you know a few hours notice to record was was not cool. So I was approached by the original third party who said the other guys have decided that uh, you can't be on the show. So they did Survivor. Yeah, he he basically he's like I. They asked me to tell you because I know you best, but it was really their dis- like he played that off like I know now looking back that he was the one that. Anyways, that doesn't even matter. No, so anyway, knowing what you know now, knowing what you do now, that doesn't even matter at this point. At this point, they they came to me and they said you can't be on the show anymore because you can't because they couldn't figure out a schedule to record because they were too busy drinking and partying and doing whatever the hell they were doing that they couldn't lock down they couldn't say hey how about Thursday nights at 7 we do a recording no they they weren't cool with that but you know Friday night at 10 p.m. when they had already been drinking and they wanted to call me up and I'm like hey guess what I work on Saturday so no so anyways I I got voted out of that show I just want to ask about a little sub Sub side story. Is that podcast still going? That is a big negative. Wow, negative. that's a surprise. Anyways, negative Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. Actually, that show did not last much longer than that, as a matter of fact. They, Ghost Rider on PBS? Th- this is the one thing that really upset me. 
that happened right before Phoenix Comic Con of that particular year, mm. which was what four or five years ago now. Yeah, and they all to... managed to get it. This was, I think, it wasn't. Phoenix Comic Con was still a lot smaller at yes, that time. Yes, very small. A oh, lot smaller yeah, at the time. Because uh, when I went to my first Comic Con, it was even before I knew you. But I think I've only been to like maybe five Comic Cons. Yeah, this was this was before I had never been to one. And this literally happened right before Comic Con, and then they started posting all their pictures because they had gotten into Comic Con on media passes for this show that I was no longer a part of. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling very, very depressed. I'm like, I saw all their pictures from Con, and I was like, oh man, I wish I could have gone. Like, I wish I was still a part of this. But at the same time, I'm glad I don't have to deal with those guys anymore. But like I said, I found out it was mostly the one particular person that we were dealing with, anyways. So flash forward, flash forward to six, not even a year, close to a year, but not close, not not fully a year. Mm-hmm. Same person calls me up, says, "Hey, bro, what's up? I'm uh, these 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 guys aren't uh, aren't working for me. He basically, he told me a sob story about how they were a bunch of assholes and they were pushing him out or something. Blah blah blah." And he wanted to start a separate podcast from the one that they were doing that he wanted me involved with. Well, being the fact that I was still kind of in the, uh, oh, man, I wish I was still involved with this. I'd just seen all those pictures from Comic-Con. I was like, man, that would be cool. And he hits me up and says, hey, I want to do another show, just me and you. We're doing, you know, reviewing, you know, we'll watch a movie and then review it, things like that. That'll be what we do. And so... I was like, having not learned my lesson, evidently, I said, all right, yeah, let's do that. And so we created, and that is when uh, four-eyed critics became a thing. Uh, Um, I still have the water bottle. I I don't mind talking about that name because I fucking came up with that name. So fuck everybody else who ever used that name. I came up with that name. We we talked about it. We were like, hey, what do we want to do? And I was like... It was a solid name. I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. I... It was one of those things that I was I was pretty proud of. I, I came up it. with that. <laughs> I came up with that name, and I was like, "Here's here's what you know we're doing review." Because at the time, our show format was that we would yes. watch a specific movie or a couple of movies or something it. like that, and talk about just those specific things. And I will, it was very and I will, specific. and I will talk about this. The first podcast I ever listened to, and this isn't just like trying to like milk it or like be like, <laughs> "Hey, I want some props." Uh, I didn't know what a podcast was. In fact, I didn't even know Kevin Smith had a podcast at the time. I didn't even know you can download podcasts to your phones and shit like that. First podcast I listened to was actually your guys' review on Red State. Oh, okay. Um, and really enjoyed it. In fact, I didn't even see the movie, but I wanted to know what a podcast was because like, I was just invited to a show a couple in a, in a couple of weeks. So I was yeah. like, okay, I should probably listen to see what this is up. And I realized, oh, it's kind of like radio like it's like almost like an internet radio kind of thing where it's like you can yeah. kind of pretty much talk about what you want there's no censors there's no like thing it's just literally it's just two people sitting down and talking yeah about something that they both enjoyed yeah that was that was how it started out and we had it we actually did have a couple of really good episodes at the beginning we talked about some some kevin smith stuff we spe- you know we set aside some time to talk about that um and then once again, uh, this particular person got a little bit upset with my inability to just record on a moment's notice. I just needed a schedule. I said, hey, if we set aside a specific day a week or every two weeks or whatever, I can I can do that. 
Yeah. You didn't want to do that. You just wanted to be able to like, hey, can you record right now? I'm like, no, I can't record right now. Like, give me an hour. I can make some time. Or how about tomorrow? You know, whatever. And so he was always upset by that. So when he wanted to record, he wanted to record. And that's ultimately, ultimately it ended up being for the best because that's why he contacted you. Because I was unavailable and he wanted to do a show right now, right now, right now. He wanted to do something. So he contacted you and said, hey, can you record this podcast with me? And that's how you got involved in this in the first place because you did a show with him before the three of us did a show that's together. That's right. That's right. Because I oh, – that's such a weird – okay, so we will have to talk about that. So, uh, yeah, we recorded a show and basically uh, this part uh, – this person interviewed me because I was getting back into stand-up and everything like that and I did a lot of impersonation. In fact, I, I actually – like I would say like it's not all bad – because it did work for me because actually, honestly, I now do a lot more impersonations than I did and improved on some of these impersonations since doing all these podcasts and whatnot. Uh, and then, yeah, we did that thing. And then finally, I this is the funny part. So I, I heard Eric's voice for I don't know how many episodes because uh, we recorded a couple together uh, through Skype and everything like that. And I've <laughs> never physically met Eric and it wasn't until we did an episode uh, called Black Friday, which we were actually talking about our experiences with Black Friday. Yeah. And that's when another local place uh, heard us and decided to be like, hey, you want to you wanna join this, uh, this network? And we were excited because, honestly, our podcast was literally Skype. We yeah. jump on Skype, someone recorded, and we would just sit there with headsets and microphones and just kind of chit chat and stuff. And we got excited because this was a place that actually had boards and mics and everything like that. So I, I believe the first time we went over to, I don't know if we want to even mention the actual network that we went, but Anonymous Network that invited us over, I finally met Eric for the first time. Um, and what I liked about this was the fact that we actually got to sit down, talk with everybody, uh, like, you know, that person was there, you were there, I was there. We actually recorded shows. We started doing shows every week on a Thursday night. And it was weird because we were just recording and talking about stuff, doing impersonations. People would come in, you know, I would do things and stuff like that. Um, uh, and then what I, what I actually kind of love is a lot of stuff spawned from this. Now, actually, I'm, I kind of want to post them again, but I know, I know they're all gone except saved onto my PC or whatnot. But there was actually a comic strip that I was doing uh I believe every Tuesday or Thursday or something like that, or Tuesday and Thursdays of the rendition of that show for I uh, for I critics, mm-hmm. uh, starring Eric, me, and that person, and everything like that. And I thought the comics were pretty funny, and it was just kind of bringing more life and stuff like that. And I would come up, we'd come up with all these like funny things and T-shirts to make and stuff like that. And then comes down to a certain point where apparently we weren't pulling in numbers. It, it, I don't even think it was that. I think we were bringing in the right numbers because what they wanted to do so we're, we're, we're kind of jumping forward a little bit so uh, let's, let's to, just, to speak to what you were talking about yeah yes, I was just going to say this so, network so approached with, us and yeah. said hey we, we turned away from doing the specific review episodes where we were talking about a specific show or specific movie and we were doing more of just our shooting the shit episodes where we were just talking about stuff like the three pop of cultural us. yeah you know and that was that seemed to be what people liked, so we were kind of going with that. And that's what caught the attention of this particular network. And they reached out and said, hey, we'd like to, to feature you on our network. Uh, come on down to the studio, record your episodes. 
And, um, you know, so it was kind of an interesting phenomenon to, to go from just three, Small time three guys to... in three separate locations recording via Skype and whatever to, hey, we're in a real studio with yes. real equipment and, and microphones and things like this. And we're like, hey, this is amazing. Um, Honestly, like... <clears throat> When you see that, you're like, oh, it's amazing. Like, people come over here to our studio. They see we have mics professional. They're like, it's amazing. And I literally try to – I'm like the man behind the curtain on Wizard of Oz and just go, it's it's really easy to do and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, looking back at it with that nostalgia, like, oh, my God, this is this is like Kevin Smith and, and Adam Carolla and all these famous people. No, it was a fucking guy's garage, okay? Yeah. Uh, it- Exactly. And it was a fucking guy's garage. <laughs> but the point of the story was, I, <laughs> here's the thing, though. I don't regret any of that because I did learn a lot. Like, we would no, we still learned. be yeah. doing it via Skype and whatever and, and not have any real equipment or know how to use the real equipment if it wasn't for that. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, so, so they brought us on for this six-month trial. A trial. Where we were to, to do a show. They put it out on their network. Yeah. And... Uh, we were actually the the reason we started doing this live was because we were the guinea pig for their live broadcasting platform. They wanted to try to do a live broadcast. They weren't previously doing live broadcasts. They wanted to do live broadcasts, and they said, "Hey, maybe you guys could do a live broadcast. Let's check it out." And so we were recording, and we were like, "Sure, broadcast it live." Mm-hmm. And people listened, and people said, "Hey, we like it live." So we're like, "Hey, you know what? Let's fucking do this live." Yeah, and and uh, we started doing it live, and we really fun. liked that aspect of it. And it, it actually kind of worked out really great, because like our show would premiere live on a Thursday night, and then the show would be released in a podcast format on Friday. So if you did not catch the show, you could check it out on Friday. And I thought it was a great way to close out your week on a Friday. And I'm not even trying to be like, oh, we're a great show and stuff like that. Like, honestly, I listen to a lot of podcasts now, and I and I... Just like listening to stuff and things like that. But if you have really good content, especially on a Friday, like today's fucking Friday, for whatever <laughs> reason, dragged like fucking molasses. Yep. But yeah, having a great pot. Like I was so excited because <laughs> this is how dumb I am. I got so excited because the new Smodcat was released finally with Scott Mosier and uh, Kevin Smith on uh, today. Uh, last night I downloaded them like, <gasps> I know what I'm listening to when I get to work on Friday kind of thing. Because um, their shit's funny. So I always thought it was a good way to end your week. You know, you had a good thing. So if you didn't catch the live show, you can catch the recording on on the Friday and some of that. Uh, yeah, we did that for six months, and things were good, and people liked us. They kept inviting us onto other shows. And uh, what I really liked about it is we did meet a lot of cool people, such yeah. as Kevin Ty, yeah, uh, Ed, yeah, uh, who now is a part of. Uh, He's now part of the uh, double wide. Star, it's it's Star Worldwide. Yeah, Star Networks. Worldwide. Star okay. Worldwide Networks. Yeah, Ed Vanderley, fantastic yeah, guy. Yeah, Ed Vanderley does um, a nineteen eighty something show, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, just a great. Uh, like I said, we're gonna have him back on the show definitely because he came in. He was on one show and just just shooting the shit with that guy is just so much fucking fun. And not only is he so much fucking fun, but I like the guy where he was just all like, "Hey, uh, he's like, we usually never have a bunch of stuff going on Friday. You guys want to just come down to our studio and do like an yeah. actual like he's just like a guy who's just just nice. Yeah. Like he's a genuinely good guy and yeah. that's that's so rare sometimes just these days to find. Well, so. it's just so weird because like we met all these people through the people who were running this network who were and not nice. Not not <laughs> and the and the and the sad part is I this, try not to be a dick but No, I no, mean, you're not being a dick. We're not naming names, but No, we're not yeah, naming names and if they listen to us whatever, fucking I I don't even care. What are they going to do? They're going to shut us down. Uh, so basically our six months, like 
everything was going good. It was great. I mean, I'm literally thinking like if we ever do the four eyed radio network movie, like we literally have this is the part where we're all like, no, you can't do this anymore. We're not letting you sign the contract. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And that's like twist. Where we're all like, what are we going to do? And then we're all like, fuck it. We're going to start our own, you know. So basically what ended up happening is we didn't sign this contract because the well, contract was bullshit. Yeah, let's let's talk about this contract for yeah, a minute. So, so we're I, on this six-month trial. That's why I brought Ed up because Ed literally read the contract and literally yeah. said this. You don't want me to sign this, do you? <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Ed had been a part of this for a while. but So we've been on six months, and we were approached. You know, and we were doing, as far as we knew, we were doing fairly well. This is one of the things that upset me is the fact that I never – got any sort of numbers which i love we were told, because you were the one who was like can i see the numbers yeah we were we were always told oh hey you guys are doing hey better than last week hey you guys keep group you keep improving great 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 and then when it came to the point where we were asking for things then it was like oh you guys are uh, trailing off uh, your numbers aren't as good i'm like well wait a minute but last week you told us that we were continuously yeah. improving and now you're telling like what the fuck and oh. we've never seen a single real number to justify any of this wow oh that's real weird when they were saying that i was smelling this thing called bullshit yeah so they present us with this contract saying okay your 6 month trial is up now we want to keep you on but you've got to sign this contract so i went through this contract and I was like, no, in so many counts. First of all, there was a clause in the contract that would allow them to determine who our show hosts were. So they could replace any of us at any time, take one of us out, take somebody, add somebody, put somebody, you know, anything. They could do that at any time. Which I'm I, like, which, <clears throat> which, I, which I thought was really funny because there was a, uh, there's a thing before the contract where there was a meeting and it seemed like they were really influenced on the other party who's no longer with us. Uh, and they they were talking about, like, me, I guess, gaining for my own stand-up career and just using the show as a platform and writing on the, the tales. And the sad part is, is, like, I don't think we would have been uh, – like, I don't think the other party would have been that successful if it wasn't for me. And uh, I don't know, half of the fucking impersonations I did for that show. But apparently because one guy did two mediocre impersonations – uh, was probably threatened by my over a hundred impersonations now, <laughs> so um, I hope that guy knows how to suck his own dick because that's the only action he's going to get lately. Um, but go back to the yeah contract. yeah yeah. So anyway, part of this contract was was the uh, the fact that they could <clears throat> yeah replace interchange and, yeah. our people. Uh, it also had a clause in there saying that they could cut our you know we were doing it two hours once a week. And they were saying that they could cut that at any time to one hour or once every two weeks or whatever, and that we weren't allowed in any way, shape, or form to fill in for any extra time. We couldn't, like, okay, you cut us down to once every two weeks, but okay, we'll do a show on our own mm-hmm. on the other weeks or whatever. The biggest thing, though, the the one real big sticking point was they had what they considered <clears throat> was a no-compete cl- no complete clause which was really, really poorly written to the point where it was like, this. there's no reason that I would ever sign this. And that was that they wanted rights to our show name. They wanted to have a year of no compete where if we left the network for any reason or, or if they fired us from the network for any reason, that we were not allowed to use our own show's name 
for a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, we had this name before, before we came we here. Came you didn't here. give us this name. We had this name. If we leave, we're taking the name with us. You don't get to use our show. Like, there were so many things about this contract. And the thing is, we didn't just say, no, we're not signing this contract. We drafted, well, <clears throat> I'll be honest, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but no, I drafted. No, I'm not even going to let you be like, oh, no, it was all, no, Eric fucking was like, no, fuck this. Let me, let me. I, I redrafted Eric specifically. redrafted the fucking thing. I was like. I good for you. Bob. I gave them some I stuff. Been like, literally, if it was me and this other person, we'd been like, I guess we should sign. <laughs> like Erica, this is the way I'm gonna miss this guy because this is the guy who was like, oh, <laughs> fuck this shit. He's like, I already know you're you're fucking special ed, Steve. So let me take care of this. <laughs> uh, Never said that. I know you thought um, it, though, and I'm no, telepathic. No, I'm no, just kidding. But, anything, yeah, but the, thank God you did. So, so I'm looking at these clauses, and we we talked about them, the three of us, and it was pretty obvious that the other party was. Just like, I think it's fine. Let's sign it. And I was like, I don't know. And you were kind of like, I, I don't well, really I was know very worried. Well, I was very worried because of the meeting that I was not even in. They were just talking to somebody, basically. It sounded like what they wanted to do was keep somebody, but in uh, pretty much get rid of um, me, especially, and maybe you. Yeah, it was very obvious that the network considered this other party to be the show. And that we were expendable on that. And what I did when, when is, I, re- uh, I don't know, redrafted stuff, something episodes later. Yeah, what what yeah, I I'm did a, when I'm, I redrafted yeah, things, I made sure that it was this show consists of these three people. It's not just one of them. It's not just two of them. It's these three people are the show. Plus, you really wanted to keep that name you created. I really did. <laughs> um, but it wasn't even just that. It was no, just the whole it was the just, whole it was content bullshit. thing and everything. And so. I went back to them. I said, here's some changes that we would like to see to the contract. This is what would make us willing to sign it. And we talked, the three of us, and we all kind of agreed, even though, like I said, I think the third, the third, that other party was more willing to just go with what was written. <clears throat> which, I, which, I, which I will say, which I think I know why, is because of the fact that it's like, hey, these people are giving us free bandwidth, free you know equipment. We don't have to. All, well, we, were, all we were really You bringing... were there when we presented the changes. Oh, yeah. And you remember what he did? Oh yeah, that that the owner of the other network turned to this third party and was like, "This is your show. Are you going to let them take it from you like this?" Yeah, I believe what he said was, uh, "You do realize with this new uh, this new contract, it means that if uh, the show is not yours now, it's all of the it's everybody's." Yeah, uh, which I'm pretty sure, like, like if Eric came up to me and be like, "Hey, socially awkward, I want to." Uh, I want to do something new with it or whatnot. I'm I, I'm honestly not going to be like. Uh, the only thing I'd be concerned about is like because I'm 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 like you right now. With I'm like I, I I came up with the name, so I really, like, I really but, like but, the name. But but, <laughs> um, but as you can see, uh, we have gone through a hundred something episodes, and Eric and I seem to be pretty pretty good. Um, yeah, so I remember that where he turned to that other party and was all like, "Oh, you do realize this?" And we're like, "No, it's a joint thing." But then I also, well, I mean, the thing I, I, I would hope that other parties assumed that was all like, "You do realize, like, if they were to just get rid of you and everything that, like, you lose that name." Like, I don't know, they weren't even going to do anything with the name. They just didn't want us to do anything right. with it for a year. Like, it was basically kind of like. I'm probably describing this wrong, but almost like a, a monopoly at some point where it's yeah. all like, we own this, you can't do anything with it. What they wanted was to be able to market the name. <clears throat> I, 
I, I can somewhat understand their position, which is why the clause that I changed it to was that I gave them six months no compete with that name if it was us that terminated the contract. Yes. If we said, you know what, peace out, we're done, then we would not use that show name for six months mm-hmm. because it was us that terminated the contract. Exactly. Whereas if it were them that terminated the contract for whatever reason, then it was, I, I think I put it in there that was like a 30 days or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And I, and I put like a, I actually put like a sliding scale in there. Like here's like, and, depending on the reason, here's why. Because it, it didn't seem fair to me that they could bring us on, have us sign a contract, and then literally the next day, if they wanted to, they could be like, okay, you guys are fired. We're going to put on a new show with your with your show's your name. name yeah, and market it, and you guys can't do a goddamn thing about it. And it's like, that's not cool. Which I thought was funny with them with that, because it was also to the f- point where it was like, uh, you know, get rid of us and everything like that, but it... it oh, shit, I don't even know where I was going with this. Well, well the other thing I want to point out about this contract... You know, people might be like, oh, well, you know, yeah, contracts have restrictions and everything, but that's why you're making the money. There was no money in this contract whatsoever. I believe it said uh, something like, if any money is made, (laughs) yeah, we were not getting paid to do this. There was was no money involved in this contract. There was no money coming our way. There was a a profit-sharing clause in the contract where if we brought in some money, they got some of it. Basically, was it was all it was all like jerk off into got... this bucket, and if we feel li- any time, we want to just throw it on you. That's right. basically what that contract was. It was it was a bad contract, and like I said, I made changes to it that would have made it acceptable to us at the time. I'm glad they didn't accept those changes. Quite honestly, because looking back, I'm like, I don't even think I was as fair to us as I should have been with those changes. Like I still would have given them far too much power with that oh. contract, even after the changes. So I'm glad that they said no. My my no, it wasn't even no. This is this is my favorite part about the some of the story or whatnot. <laughs> it wasn't even a no. It was all like, all right. Well, I don't think you could do a show this week because I'm gonna have to get my lawyer to look this over. Yeah, Eric, when you drafted the new contract, did you have your lawyer look over it? <laughs> I was uh, representing I, myself. You know, it was so funny that. when I mentioned that to <laughs> my father. My father just looked at me, go like, "You do realize he's going to have to pay like two hundred something dollars just for his lawyer to come and actually look at it? Right? Like he's not just going to come over." I'm like, "So if he's going to waste two hundred fucking dollars to just have him look over a piss ant?" And my dad even read the contract. He goes, "A piss ant." It look. He saw like honestly, this looked like it was written by a fourth grader. Uh, that's what my dad said, uh, and my dad's <laughs> very well read. Uh, which I thought was hilarious. He's and read it, a lot of fourth graders' works. He yeah, knows he, what he's he talking about. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, but he was all like, he, my dad was a little like, fuck him. Like, fuck this guy. Like, where does he get off? Right. And apparently he gets off at lonely Comic-Con booths. Oh. Oh, um, Comic-Con tables because he can't oh. afford the booth. I'm going to be so funny if they actually... But no, this is what I love, though. Even if we are making fun of these people and they know we're making fun of them and they're actually listening to their show, thank you for the listen. And then <laughs> second of all, I know what they're going to do. All they're going to do is gonna they're going to tweet to each other in private message going like, can you believe these assholes, what they're saying to us? Because they don't have the balls to say it to our face. No, I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit. You I would say mention whatever. the name, except I don't want. No, I don't want to give them credibility. I don't want to give them credibility. Like no point. Both of you two, or how many people are on your shitty network now? That which, which I want to. We're, we're going to get to that point, which I really fucking love <laughs> that point. Uh, you guys are just fun, just circle jerking each other off. So 
Eric presented with the contract. They hit us with, well, you're not going to go on the show tonight. So our other party, being very gung-ho and wanted to do a show, and we were kind of like, yeah, we want to do a show. We, I don't feel like, because they were pussyfooting around this whole thing, that the entire, all of our fan base, four or five, maybe 20, 30 people, I'm not sure at that time, uh, could have even been more, decided to be like, I'm like, why should they suffer because these guys are being complete douchebags? So, we decided, uh, this party, contacted people, kind of got a sponsorship, we were able to buy equipment, went out and bought the equipment that day, that thing, we uh, went ahead and did that uh, show, uh, we were still under the 4i radio, uh, 4i uh, critic uh, name, word got back to the, the network, they decided to be like, well, fuck you guys, you guys are done, everything like that, and we were kind of like, well, we kind of have the equipment, and we kind of know what we're doing, so... We started keep doing the 4i Radio Network, so things were going good. We had a set schedule. We do it every uh, Thursday night, I believe. Uh, we were doing a live show. Eric actually started doing research on how to do a live show. He found out you know, certain sites you can go to and stuff like that. And of course, now, after doing it now, we found better, cheaper sites to do, which we would give out tidbits and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, the show was going good. Uh, show was going great. Then I remember, uh, I forget how many shows we did. We did it for a while up until almost, uh, I would say, October. Because I, 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 I know October that year because that's when shit at the fan in my life, <laughs> which I will talk about on another episode. I'll just give everyone the little tidbits and stuff like that because I don't even think I even went into that uh, about my fucking past about that. Uh, but basically what ended up happening is uh, Eric basically was like, he took the night off because it was his daughter's birthday. Yeah. And I was like, dude, do it. I'm like, look, it's this a show. actually in October is it, when this happened. Yes, it was in October. Yeah, that's my daughter's I, believe birthday. Me, Eric, believe me, I know it was October. Yeah. Because that's when my life fucking hit the fucking fan. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't do it because personal shit came up. And it, it's not like we were leaving this other person high and dry. He actually had two guests on who ended up being on the network uh, for a short period of time and even said they would help out in any way, shape, and form they can nowadays. And I love those two guys. Fucking love those guys. Uh, and basically, after that little skiff, uh, you hit me up going like, what's going on with so-and-so? And I'm like, what do you mean? And Eric pretty much laid it out. Basically, this uh, this other party pretty much said, I don't want to do a show with people in relationships, married, because uh, I want to be able <laughs> to do I want to do a show with my single friends my because single friends. they can't be. And I quote, this is this is literally what he said. He said, because you guys can be told at a moment's notice by your significant other not to do the show tonight. So like, that's not exactly what happened. Which is kind of funny because you took the night off to celebrate, uh, God forbid, a child's birthday. That and uh, that it wasn't like I called up that day and said, "Oh, no, no, hey, no. by the way, I forgot that this week was my daughter's I, birthday." I, I, I told you guys. I remember the, you telling us in a couple of weeks in advance, going, "Hey, this day yeah. I'm not going to be here," and I was like, "Okay." Him and I can handle the show, and even yeah. that person was like, we're going to have guests on the show, so I'm like, perfect. So it's not like we just left him high and dry. Like a show, like it's not like a show did not air. Yeah. Uh, which is really kind of funny, because the show he did with the two guests are married. Yeah. And what's what's worse is it wasn't a bad show either. I mean, despite his best efforts at making a bad show, it was it was still a good show because he had good guests on. So I don't great, even understand. Fantastic. So we don't even know what happened. We will never know what happened. But of course, since shit at the fan, uh, we took a break. Well, I I took a break. 
Um, basically, the other party said, yada, 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 but this stuff belongs to me because my sponsors pretty much paid for it, yada, yada. My brothers gave me the money. So he pretty much kind of jacked the equipment. Um, and look, I know whatever you guys hear or whatever people say or whatnot, no, he fucking took the equipment. Um, so... Listen, Eric. I don't care who is related to who. The fact of the matter is, the three of us were the network. And the network gained a sponsorship. Yes, I will admit that that party secured the sponsorship. And congratulations. Thank you for doing so. But I will say However, this. However, the part three is, of us had the sponsorship. But I will say this. The sad part is, is the person who secured the sponsorship did not even mention the sponsors. I was the one that kept bringing up the fucking sponsors. So it was, suck a dick, you fucking asshole. I'm really <laughs> drunk, and I don't fucking care now. I'm so glad I'm not using names. Um, so the the point to the story is that, uh, yes, so he took off with the equipment because he claimed, my brothers paid for this equipment, it's mine. Well, technically, our sponsors paid for the equipment. Yes, they happen to be your brothers, but whatever. It, at that point, it wasn't even that big a deal. It was more of a... Because I had... I had a way to to keep going. You you were still going through some shit. So yeah, I wasn't I, we'll, even. We'll get into my personal stuff later and stuff like that. But what I want to talk about this. This is what I really absolutely loved about this part. So everything hit the fan in my life, and I wasn't even thinking about podcasting. This motherfucker, this fucking guy, this awesome person that is going to be leaving my life <laughs> is a fucking tragedy because this guy literally like he got guests. To come on the show, he kept the show alive, he kept doing things, and then I remember he hit me up, and literally, you hit me up at the perfect time, because that's when I realized everything was pretty much in my life, I had to restart, reboot, and everything was gone from what I was doing, you were like, I want to keep doing this, but I don't know if I can do it unless you're on board, and I was like, dude, I'm on board, I just need to sort out this shit, but I, but I, I was able to give everybody a glimmer of hope when I said, I have an Amazon credit card. <laughs> I go, Eric, you do some research, you find the shit, because I'm like, I have no idea what I'm looking for. It wasn't until this guy that I actually started researching shit and looking up stuff going like, oh, this is a good board, this isn't a good board, oh, these are good mics, these aren't good mics. So thank Eric for this kind of crap while I'm able to be able to be like, oh, and actually, when people come over to the show and I sit there going, oh, yeah, just do this and this, this, I wouldn't know that kind of shit unless this guy showed me some shit. Uh, So I go, yeah, let's do this. This is what I love about this swan song is the fact that we were able to find not even better equipment, but for half the fucking cost. We spent so much less on the new equipment because we actually did the research first. Uh, With that first time around, it was like, I need to buy stuff right now, right now, right now, because I have the money right now, right now, right now. And it's like, okay. And I tried. I did as much research as I could in the short amount of time. And I, to be fair, I did save him a ton of money. Because I was able to go. Remember, I, I went to the we went to the Best Buy mm-hmm. that had the music store. So they and also we even the bought a refurbished. Me. Yeah, I got a. Uh, it was uh, on clearance. It was like here's the best thing they've got right now. But I even said, I'm like, if we wait a little bit and buy this stuff online, we could get it cheaper. We could get better stuff. And nope, it was. But no, I want it right now. Because that person wanted to do a show that Thursday. So it's like. All right, and then they were even upset because we didn't even have all the cable. We ended up not even being able to do a show the day they wanted to mm-hmm. because we didn't have all the cables yeah. that were necessary. Those were had been ordered. But anyway, point to the story was I knew you were going through shit. 
I was trying to keep the show alive, and and I I think I did an okay job with it because I I kept getting uh, guests on. Mm -hmm. We had uh, Aaron over at the Starfleet Escape podcast. I had him on uh, for an episode. I I had a couple other people. I really want to thank everybody who helped out at that point because like the shit that I went through, and we'll talk about. We'll have a Steve Mooney digression story at some point about because I (laughs) dude, I'm actually thinking about it. It's been it's it, it. You know what? I'll fucking do it that time in October. We'll hear about Steve Shitstorm because that would literally be the three-year mark of all that shit that happened. (laughs) But yeah, this guy fucking stepped up, got a bunch of guests on, which was great. And then this was this is what I liked is I I came up with the name because because Eric was like I don't know if I want to use Four Eye Critics. He's like I feel like it's kind of been tainted. It's kind of like this weird thing. He's like I kind of want to start fresh and new, but I don't want to be like a dick about it. Um, because so-and-so has started his own podcast, and I was all like, look, uh, I came up with a name. I researched it. hasn't been taken yet, because that's what I did, because I'm smart, and that's, that's what I tell everybody. I, w- that's what I tell everybody. I go, you want to do a podcast? I go, come up with a couple of names, research them. If they're not available and you want that, get a Twitter, get an Instagram, get a Facebook page going, and you're done. Boom, secured. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go, I I searched at something, and it, it came up. I go, hey, how, how do you feel about um, making a show called Socially Awkward? And you were like, dude, that kind of fits. Because we're a nerd network. We were still f- doing the 4i radio network, which I want to thank everybody. Everybody who was like, hey, I want to do a podcast. Can you guys put it out there and stuff like that? And I, I thank you because we have grown like so big and – yeah almost like three fucking years like we have i don't know how many honestly and i don't want to be stepping on anyone's toes but i'm pretty sure we might actually have more shows than the smodcast network now um granted we're not as big as they are but we have a shit ton of shows um and yeah so we got all the equipment we sat down we did a couple of shows and everything that and uh uh we, him and I were doing it, and we both felt like we do need a co-host. Yeah. And then a guy from high school hit me up and was like, hey, I want to do a music show and stuff like that. So I sent Eric uh, some of his stuff along the way, and Eric's like, this is really cool, but it's not that long for a show. But he's like, let's get him on the show, talk to him and stuff like that. And I, I always love this story. I always love telling this story because I think it's the funniest thing in the world. So uh, Matthew, Matthew comes on, and I think... I want to say it was like episode five, episode six. Like it wasn't even that far. It into was the early in the in the socially awkward studios uh, phenomenon for sure. It was very early into it. So Matthew comes over. Matthew is a guy that, if in case you guys are new listeners, you haven't been listening or whatnot. Uh, we went to high school together and stuff like that. Cool m- fucking guy. I like Matthew isn't here. He's on vacation. He deserves it and stuff like that. But I fucking Matthew's great. I love Matthew. Like I, I honestly. I can't be mad at Matthew at all. Like, Matthew could be like, man, I just shot your dog. And I'll be like, that's ah, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, Matthew. Um, I don't think he would ever shoot a dog, though. So don't don't put that in your head, people. Um, but, yeah, he comes over, he does his thing, and fuck. Like, he fucking – like, I'm sitting there going, like, man, he's he's coming off. He's, he's hitting, like, great, like, strides. Like, we're goofing on each other. We're having fun and stuff like that. Matthew leaves, and Eric's all like, so I know he's your friend. And I'm like – Oh shit! No, you're gonna give me you're gonna give me the spiel of like, yeah, he was great and all, but don't think he's a good fit. And then Eric's just like, no, I liked him. I think he worked well with us. And I'm like literally looking at him, going like, do not open a segment like that. Like I know he's your friend, but that's like, 
I know you're dating so... a girl, or I know you're dating a guy, but they're batshit fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so then Matthew joined our our lovely little family, mm-hmm. and socially awkward has been going strong, and a bunch of other shows have come out, but now uh, Eric is uh, Eric is going to be leaving us, and uh, he's having one last hurrah. And I'm kind of hoping the last episode you're on, we actually kind of make it uh, like I want some funny, but I also kind of want some like sentimental stuff with it. You know, um, this is this is the episode that I get the fucking the fucking podcast award for. Okay? Right, right. Um, there it's like are the some... se- it's like the season finale where we're like like it ends on this cliffhanger, and everyone's <laughs> all like, "We have to come back like next season." Will he be back? Is he actually dead? Um, no, yeah, we we definitely want to do something big. Next week, um, the plan is to actually uh, we're relocate the, the show yeah, to we're leaving uh, the socially awkward uh, studio. remote studio to go visit the uh, the Heinzes. I love um, the Heinzes. Those guys are great, and yeah, they, they want us to come up to up. them. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, fifty-seven varieties and shit. Um, Matthew's so at home hopefully, right now listening, going like, "Fuck what the you. fuck! <laughs> I don't make ketchup. I make dollar bills." Dollar dollar bills. I don't y'all. know why Matt Hines sounds like that. I, 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 I don't know either, but you know what? I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, somehow I'm fine with it. I'm I, somehow I'm I'm accepting of it. Okay, I will say this though. So I need to take more pictures with Jen. Yeah. Uh, just because like I I was going through Facebook and I realized the picture with me and Jen at the last time they were here at the studio or whatnot where we took a picture where we're like either like this or making goofy faces. Those are like the most likes I got. So I'm like I just need a pretty girl in a picture with me. Yeah. So. That's Matthew. pretty much how it works. So I'm like, Matt, I might have to borrow your wife for like 30 seconds. That's uh, I was uh, When I was at Comic-Con this weekend, on Friday, I was spent all day at the uh, Comicare booth. Go check it out at Comicare.org. We're a charity that delivers comic books to kids in the hospital. Like, the, seriously, it's awesome. Check us out. The best fucking um, charity ever. If you don't so like that charity, point, you're Hitler. <laughs> exactly. Literally Hitler. I tried to make that the um, tagline, and they were like, no. They were like, yeah, going to go with your, our, your comics, their smiles. But I'm like, oh, come on, Hitler. You're like, come on. Fucking if Hitler. If you don't like us, you're literally Hitler. You're literally it, Hitler. It off the Tongue. It rolls off the tongue, um, which will, might be another podcast I'm coming up with. If you don't like it, you're probably Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> what was the joke I saw the other day? It only works. It doesn't work in audio format. It only works in print because of the spelling. But it says if you use chemicals to remove polish, nobody bats an eye. But if you re- use chemicals to remove the polish, you're literally Hitler. Uh. <laughs> Because Polish and Polish yeah, is spelled yeah. the same. Okay. Anyways, it doesn't work in audio format. I don't even know why I said it. Uh, Anyways. It I don't care. I loved it. It was great. <laughs> Fucking anything with Hitler. So, at one point on Friday, I, w- I was taking any time we... Night! We had uh, various cosplayers coming through that work with the, our comic care crusaders that work with us and deliver comics to the hospitals. We had them coming through at different times during the day. So I was taking selfies with them to post on the Twitter account. And at one point, I was lucky enough to have Itty Bitty Geek and uh, AZ Wonder Woman at the same time. And so I got a selfie okay. with the two of them. And, Wait, uh, AZ? There's an AZ Wonder Woman? AZ Wonder Woman, yes. Uh, Viva Wonder Woman is the, the woman we worked with out in Vegas. Uh, she has her own charity called Heartfelt Heroes. Yes, she does. I uh, definitely recommend checking that out. She occasionally still works with us uh, for different things, and she did visit us. But AZ Wonder Woman okay. is, uh, if you look her up on, on uh, Facebook, that's our current Wonder Woman that works with us here at Comic Care. Uh, Sarah is her name. In uh, her I was going to say, okay, so here comes She's my... She's fantastic. She's awesome. Here comes my normal questions, and I'm going to wait for Eric to uh, dismantle all of them. Uh, is she hot? She's uh, very hot. 
Uh, single? No. If yeah, that was your next question. Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, yeah, no, both my new, no, no. My new question now is: uh, Is she hot? And if you go yes, then I go: Is she bi curious? <laughs> Um, so anyway, but Easy Wonder her, Woman I'm and feel really Itty Bitty Geek. I know what's going to happen is she's like, I'm going to be one of your show. And then I heard the show and that fucking yeah, Steve I was going to be in the show. He's and an then, asshole. No. I hope he dies in a car accident. And I don't know why everyone she's, just sounds like my mother. Yeah. And <laughs> she's too nice a person to actually wish that on you out loud. I'm kidding. But Easy she'll, Wonder, she'll tell you with I'll, her I'll eyes. Put it Easy Wonder Woman, I don't know you. I'm kidding. It's a question I ask <laughs> about everybody and stuff like that. I would love for you to come on the show. I promise I won't be creepy. That Don't make promises you can't keep. I was just about to say, that sounds like a <laughs> Facebook misconnection. Uh, so anyway, I want to now Wonder make Woman. a Facebook misconnection that just says, I won't be creepy. Um, just that. Nothing just else. That, just like, nothing what else. What the fuck? Who is this for? Um, but anyway, she was Wonder Woman. Yes. And uh, Itty Bitty Geek, who normally is our bat girl when we do hospital visits, she was as uh, she was Arkham Asylum uh, Harley. And she smoking both I, of them. I really need to get into cosplay chicks. And oh my goodness, like that picture, just me making a shit eating grin with these two on either side of me. I'm like, I know I got a shitload of likes for that picture that were not for me at all. <laughs> not even be, remotely. I will be fair. My like was for you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, my like on my own picture was not for me. Well, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. <laughs> what I did is actually I, I did this. I covered their two faces and just jerked off to the uh, middle. Hey, you do what you got to do. I hope your wife doesn't listen um, to this. because I, I posted that picture actually on Instagram with the with the caption of, do I look ridiculously happy to be taking this picture? I, I feel like I look ridiculously happy to be taking this picture. That's when you go like, I'll tell you what, what's a Harley Quinn? Ew. Too much? Um I don't know. But yeah, no, seriously, our the the, the yeah, cosplayers com- that we work with at Comic Air are fantastic, fantastic because they're not I just them. they're not just great costumes or great cosplayers in general. They're great people. They're just good people. Like our our president, Zeph, hey, shout out to you because you know Need to get him and our vice president too. uh Tony, A Z Tony Stark, who's also our vice president. I really want he him on the show. Is fan fucking tastic. Like he is the reason, like, honestly, we lucked out so hard in finding him in the first place because he is the epitome of what we need in in Comic Care. He is not only a great cosplayer, a great persona, he plays the character perfectly. He is a great Tony Stark, as well as a great Iron Man, and he has a fantastic costume. That's all great and everything, but he has that charitable mind that not everybody has. You know, some people show up and they're just like, hey, look at my costume. Other people are like, hey, or, look at me. you know, some people show up and take the proceeds and pay for their hotel and food and shit like yeah, that. Don't you even know. get me started on that yeah, shit. Those, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Fuck I'm, not, I'm at the people. point. Look, Eric, you have no association. It's all on me. But fuck you, Critical Care Comics. Yeah, you fuck. fucking assholes. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you and your stupid fucking asses. I really hate that you get fucking shout outs on fucking Hollywood Babylon because you guys are pieces of fucking shit. To be fair, that happened before we knew all that, and well, Comicare was still technically a part of them, so I'm oh. I'm glad for that. At the you time, like, edit it that? hasn't happened recently, has it? I don't know. I I, I don't think so. The only time that. I ever know that that knew that that happened that was right at the tail end of when we were associated with them. Anyway, that's another story for another well, day. The reason, we'll the reason why I that. brought it up because I actually finally listened to the Hollywood Babylon where I was actually at the show. 
the Las Vegas one. I remember them getting a shout out, and I literally turned to Patrick. I was like, "Fuck them!" Like, Comic Care <laughs> is so much fucking better. And of course, I don't know why I said it to Patrick. That might have been just after the like. Well, just it was in, oct- after it was in October of two thousand fourteen. Okay. No, yeah, 15. because we just as of this Comic Con. We celebrated our two-year anniversary as Comicare because literally what happened was after the 2014 at at 2014 yeah, Phoenix Comic Con at 2014 Phoenix Comic Con we were still part of that other organization. Right after that Comic Con was when that shit happened and Comicare was founded. So, um, you know what, Comicare is awesome. I hope Anybody else after them is a piece of shit. What we're going to do is we're going to build a wall around those piece of shits and make them pay for it. Donald Trump for president. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I really... You know what? We should just start a premium membership so people can listen to the after show. Right. And it would be great. Um, And then we'll make them pay for it with a wall. Eric, it's going to be sad to see you go. You're not going to see my presidency. Because in Ohio, I know they're not part of the United States of America. I know, right? I'm because I'm moving to fucking Canada. If you I wish like you it. would move to Canada. Look at you. You're a fucking Sasquatch, and you're fired. I just want the poutine and uh, Tim Hortons, eh? I'll put the poutine in your Tim Hortons. Uh, build a wall around. We're gonna it. build a wall. We're gonna build a wall. U.S. and Canada. And you're gonna have and we're to gonna pay, pay for, for it, it because we and don't. it's gonna be a great time. We're just gonna build and a wall around Washington D.C. I don't even know DC. if my Trump is getting better or worse, but it is what it is. <laughs> Matthew isn't here to say what the fuck, and what the show the fuck? and the show has went it. downhill. <laughs> and I know Eric really wants to get home because he's got shit to do. He's got babies to make. He's got women. To, you know, put through college and whatnot, and I'm here touching myself repeatedly to a sh- thing called "fuck this shit." I'm out. I haven't already synced up the play. Should we end the show? Fuck. Um. Yeah. I guess we should probably go ahead and uh, and wrap it up. I do have uh, I do have the the song loaded and ready to go on this side. So boom, we'll be we'll be good to go. Um. But yeah, yeah. Basically, long story short, we're here. The show isn't going anywhere, guys. I'm I'm moving, but the show itself is still going to be here. Steve and Matt are going to keep this thing running. they got plenty of guests and stuff. If you guys find a permanent uh, third co-host, fantastic. That's great. Yeah, we'll have to find... I will need to uh, interview them and uh, approve... No, I'm just going to add... No, well, I'm going to say, we probably guys. will have a bunch of guest hosts. <laughs> we will look for a permanent host. We might have some casting and stuff of like that. I will say this. Anybody who is in contact with Eric about... Uh, hosts like yep. want to be on the show and everything like that if you are not friends with me go ahead and friend me on yep. facebook hit me up because i'm going to be taking over that role of trying to get people on the show and promoting stuff and yeah, yeah. all the good stuff because uh fucking eric it's been an error lucky for you i have a job where i can fly for free there you go i'm going to you guys have to come out down. to ohio uh um, definitely we have we're, we're gonna have a spare room if you guys come out uh we'll definitely do a live show or at least record some episodes while you're there and stuff and like i said i'm still gonna be involved in, like i people, know you are like yeah. some of the some of the comments i posted in our private uh four-eyed radio group as far as like hey this is what's happening and people are like hey we're gonna sorry to see you go i'm like 
you guys realize that nothing is going to change for you because you're not on this show. <laughs> like Look, the only people that are going to change for is like literally you and Matt. Everything, everybody else stays exactly. The yeah, same. yeah, yeah. Matthew and I are the only fucking children who, ex- who fucking get destroyed by this fucking divorce. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. You guys are just fucking <laughs> adopted children that no one cares about. Love you. Um, I, I, I'm so glad no one else actually on the sh- on the other shows listened to the show. <laughs> Because we've got Caesar, like, like, dick. But like, like I said, uh, it, it, you want to get in contact with everybody and stuff like that, just hit me up on Facebook. Yep. Uh, add me as a friend. I'll hit you back, and we'll set stuff up and things like that. Or I'll reach out to you and things like that. And, uh, yeah, we'll try to keep yeah. this showboat growing. But like I said, I think Matthew and I, we might have a potential semi-permanent co-host. We're not sure yet, but uh-huh. we will have guest hosts on. Uh, definitely. For sure. Definitely, uh, as soon as Eric leaves, I, I know we're going to have to have um, Steve and Jeff on. Yeah. If they're available. The 12A guys, uh, The 12A guys, and sure. just do a reminiscing. We might have a seance for Eric's spirit, because he yeah. will be dying. Be like, um, Eric's like, I'm just moving to I'll be like laying another. in bed. I'll be like, what's going on? I feel something weird. Out of body experience. Oh, what's happening? Eric literally hits me up. He's like, dude, I did not die. I'm still <laughs> doing shit with the net. I moved to another state, and I'm just like, Eric's contacting me from the grave. And he's I'm like, like, no, I'm contacting you from Ohio. It's not that <laughs> bad. Eric's like, why did close, I start- but Eric- not that bad. Eric's like, why did I start a show with this fucking guy? Motherfucker. What the fuck? No. Um, no, but uh, I'm really kind of hoping like some of your other shows will come back. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's just, I know it's, it's just, it's just going to be weird, I know, because it's like, Someone who's been on the show and it's like almost three fucking years since we started this thing, and then it's just like, oh shit, he's he's gone. And, and it's so weird. Like it's like I I know it's like I see him every week, and we have fun and we go out, we do stuff and things like that. But it's just it's just like a weird thing because it's like I haven't had to experience like someone leaving my life like that since like fucking high school. You know, whenever it's all like, <laughs> oh god, you're going to college and stuff like that, and like I'll stay in touch. I promise. And they never did. But now I'm just like, Aww. I'm like fuck. So let me know your time uh, zones and everything like that, because it's like I'm able to hit you up on the the SAS thing. Yeah. But I really don't want to be that person who's like, "Hey, Eric's going on." It's like, shit. Hi guys. Till next week. Dick. We're running out of time. It's closing down. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Though I will be back for next week. This wasn't my final episode. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here.